All right, guys, we are uh, back at it for episode number four of Discovery Magic Podcast. Steve, how's it going? How was your fourth? Good, good. So far, so good. It was good. Had a yeah, lot of fireworks. We had a lot street, going on so. here and um, people uh, lighting stuff off in the park, which you're not really supposed to do. I, uh, I'm, I'm HOA oh, president, yeah, so I, I had to... Uh, yeah. Kind of, uh, I, I didn't. I, I didn't want to like go down there and stop them. I wasn't going to be that guy, but I had to make sure that they saw me so that they know they would pick up after themselves. Because I would have had to go and yell at right. them for that if they didn't. But luckily, yeah. I didn't have to. Um, but yeah, so everything worked out well. Um, That's good. Uh, other than that, you know, things are going good. So, um, so we have a uh, a guest. Um, that I, you know, I've, I've been following for a while and we've talked and uh, we've never met, but uh, we've tried several times. But uh, yeah, Chris uh, from Route 9 Signs is going to be our, our interview guest today and uh, we'll get back uh, to him yeah. in a little bit. I did want to go over um, possibly some changes that we want to do um, with the podcast. Number one... Um, and I was talking with you about this, uh, the news thing, like, it's cool. Uh, I just don't think it's, it's us. Like it, we don't need to do it. There's plenty of other sources who, who are doing it more often and better. And they, they provide more time to it. Us talking about something for like, a, you know, a couple of minutes, just, it's not going to do it justice. You know, I, I think our time can be right, better spent. Right talking about one subject for that whole period, like at least 10 to 15 minutes or whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah. And that being said, um, we do have a, a topic that we want to talk about today, which would be Rogers, the musical. Um, and then uh, besides that, um, we've, uh, we have a, a guy that we've talked to several times um talking about podcast ideas and, and whatnot. And um, his name is Barry and uh, he's been very helpful. And just recently he, he had, you know, told me about a couple of um, people that he used to be in a podcast with and they um, potentially want to get back into another podcast and uh, Barry suggested us. So I did reach out to them. Um, only heard back from one right now, but uh, it sounds kind of promising, um, so we might meet with them and talk about some ideas that we have, um, and maybe cool. s try to do this podcast twice a month. Um, no promises, you know, on either one of yeah. those things, but yeah. um, you know, just just wanted to throw it out there because um, uh, I, I, you know, we we want to do as much as we can when we can, and having more people would would kind of help in that situation. I think. Wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing the bell. Winds in the east, it's coming in. Like something is brewing, about to begin.
This candle blessed us with a miracle. Take it, Kronk. <laughs> feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Pull the lever, Kronk. No mystical energy field controls my destiny. It's all a lot of simple tricks and nonsense. Well, I happen to be a wizard, a soothsayer, a prognosticator. Some all-powerful genie. You probably can't even get us out of this cave. Don't try to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. All right, so now we get to our interview. We have a gentleman that I've known for a couple of years, but we have not met yet. <laughs> not, <laughs> in real life, and, right? Not in person, anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah. we chatted many times, and uh, I, I like to say we're good friends, so. Chris from uh, Route 9 Signs, how we doing? Good. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for asking me to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to. Now, we, we came close, right? Weren't we both down at Disneyland around the time of DesignerCon? Uh, yeah, I think I made it like the day after or something. Yeah, and I was, I was getting ready to head out. So we were, we were close. We were probably within a few blocks of each other. Right. <laughs> DesignerCon was such a... And then, but I was when it was done, like at the end of the day, I, I I had plans on, oh, I'll walk over and go to downtown Disney or something like yeah. that. And I was I was too tired to to even I barely had enough strength to walk back to my hotel room, which was right by the convention center. So right. I thought, no, I, I can't do it. So one yeah. of these days. Yeah, it, it'll happen. Um, we actually we did um one of our ride through commentary videos last night with my friend Christy, uh, our friend Christy. And um, she's the one I always talk about. Her son has autism as well. Mm -hmm. So um, we were talking about that, too. And just some things, you know, obviously are very similar. And um, right. some things aren't. But it's, it's kind of she was talking about how, you know, you get to the front of the line and some of the rides and all that because of that. And some people can take advantage of that and whatever. And, you know, but. Sometimes it's necessary, especially um, with Matthew. I've I've seen him. He's got those outbursts and stuff sometimes. And well, he he has um, he's pretty severe on the on the autism spectrum. He, yeah. He's nonverbal. Uh, he has trouble trouble expressing himself. And he has a lot of anxiety. A lot of a lot of issues. Where you know, like with. Um, waiting in line and things like that. So yeah, exactly. They call it DOS, the Disability Access Service at the parks is something we lean on heavily when we when we take him. Yeah. And we can talk we can talk about that if if you want. Um, but it's a really if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be able to take him. True. But yeah. It's, it's yeah. just uh, and and I'm so glad that we can take him because that is not to sound cliche, but that is his happy place. That is his right. happy yeah. place on earth for him is is disneyland and dca and you know therefore it is it is my it has become my happy place because that's where that's where matthew and matthew can just he can be himself you right. know so, does he get excited with the characters um like does he recognize them he he is not it's so funny matthew is not um we don't our visits when we when we go with him 
it is ride, 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 ride. Nice. We stop to eat, use the bathroom, ride, 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 ride. There are, we don't do any of the, uh, it's, it's our, our visits are so different to the parks. Our visits are so different from what other people may have because we don't go into any of the shops with them. We, we have just a couple of places that we will sit down and eat with him. Um, it's all business because when he is allowed, when he sits, when he's not heading to a ride or in line for a ride or on the ride, he starts to get antsy and that's when, that's when problems happen. So we are it's just constantly funny. on the move. And, yes. Constantly yeah. on the move. I'm constantly working <laughs> the, DOS, the disability access on my phone. Um, I always get the, the genie plus, I guess the, the lightning lane, I get that. And, yeah. and I'm, rolling those over and as the day goes on your return times get a little further and further out so the gaps between rides get a little longer sure but, um we will go to the park and be there at, at rope drop and you know be there be there for 12 13 hours and ride 22 to 24 rides with matthew some of you know, we repeat some of them but um there's a lot that we don't a lot that we don't do a lot that we don't see but our focus when we take him is him. It's not what I want to do. It's not what yeah. my wife wants to do. Yeah. What yeah. he wants to do. And what I do for my, my own little, you know, my, for my own wants or whatever, when we get done at the end of the day, we'll, we will check in, get back into the hotel and get Matthew settled in. And usually hopefully he's sleepy and ready to go to bed. And then my wife, she's wiped out tired. I, we're all wiped out tired, but she'll stay home or stay at the hotel with Matthew and I'll go back out into the park and maybe ride or ride one or two rides, see some fireworks, yeah. eat something, you know, get a little bit of, get a little bit of my own time there yeah. in the park. Um, but when, when we're there with Matthew, it's, it's all, I don't even look up. I mean, I, I, we use a wheelchair to, to get him around because mm. he, He's he has outgrown a stroller, but he hasn't outgrown the need for a stroller. So um, we have the wheelchair that we wheel him around in, and um, by the end of the day, man, it, it's I'm wiped out because all I'm doing, and I, it's funny is I, I hardly ever look up because I'm focused on him and the area immediately in front of him, making sure I'm not right. running into anybody yeah. or anybody's running into us. So it, it's very, it's very rewarding. <clears throat> it's awesome, but it's also very taxing. You know, and I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll be 52 next week or, you know, I, I, Disneyland and I share a birthday, by the way. So, oh, okay. Um, I'll be 52 <laughs> in a few weeks or a couple weeks and pushing a 130 pound kid around in a wheelchair with a 40 pound backpack, you know, for 14 hours in the parks, dodging traffic. It's a, it's a little bit of a workout, but I'm still, so. Yeah. I, I was always wondering, um, like we have the, the electric carts. But they don't have an electric car with the controls in the back, so somebody can like move that around, you know, like without pushing it. Yeah, um, I think they do. No, I've never seen I, one, but I, I, I think I think I've seen some of the some of the the kiddos that um, not necessarily in Matthew's class, but some of the center based uh, schools that I've been to, I've seen kids that are that are very severely disabled. That, that there are controls. I've seen I've seen people kind of driving them. Well, I uh, guess then it's it's fair to say that Disney probably does not have any of those. No, I, I yeah. know. <laughs> no, that, that, that's things like that are, are 
a very highly specialized piece of yeah. medical equipment. You know, for Matthew, this is a, a wheelchair that I bought on Amazon for 150 bucks seven years ago, and it still works pretty well. So yeah. now does does he like roller coasters too, or is it? More- oh my gosh, that kid! <laughs> um, yeah, the first the first ride. Well, we took him when he was real little. We took him when he was um, still in a stroller stroller when he was. A baby, you know, he was like a toddler, and we took him again when he was like three. You know, we we were dealing with autism at the time, but he was still able to fit in a in a little stroller. But we had a gap where he was, so that would have been about 2010. We had a gap of about five years where we didn't take him at all. So he did a lot of growing in in this mm. time frame. But uh, Radiator Springs Cars Land had opened up in the time yeah. from the time, last time we'd gone to the to the, there was a gap there. It opened up and I was really excited because he liked the Mater videos on his iPad, oh, yeah. Mater, all the different, where Mater's all these different characters, all the little shorts that they yeah. do. And I was really excited about taking him to Cars Land. And I was worried that he wouldn't, because he, yeah, he had no memory of it before. So the first thing that I took him on was, um, we took him on uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. And he was like, what in the world is, he, you know, because he was, by this time, he was, uh, you know, probably closer to, let's see, 2015, you know, he was probably about eight or nine years old at this point, and he'd never really experienced anything like that. And I thought, okay, well, let's try Radiator Springs Racers. Let's get him over on that, because I know that's got a little bit of right. action at the end. Yeah. He absolutely loved it. Yeah. And he can't, you know, there's, there's a lot there's a lot that he's not capable of doing, but he really is capable of showing joy when he's happy. That's cool. We got got him on that ride, and he was just first time he went on it. He was like, again, he was kind of like eyes wide open, like what in the <laughs> world is going on? And then um, at the end, when it goes fast, he just he lost it. He absolutely loved it. So yes, yeah, so that was like okay, he can handle that. Let's see what else he can handle, and. You know, a few trips later, I took him on Goofy's Sky School, which Goofy's Sky School is a little, little, yeah, the mouse uh, little, little, little yeah. bone breaker almost oh, yeah, yeah. throws you around. I love it, but I got him on that, and he, I was like, okay, this might be a little bit too much. Nope, he loved it. And the last few trips, I've started taking him on Thunder Mountain, and he digs Thunder Mountain. He is a big fan of. Uh, Indiana Jones, but I finally, we went uh, beginning of June, right at the beginning of summer break um, this past, you know, a little over a month ago. And I finally talked my wife into letting me take him on the Incredicoaster at DCA yeah, with, with the loop. And that, he just, he just was going crazy. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. But the, hard part, the hard part about that is when we're on these rides is, I've always got like one hand on him. Right. He also he also has epilepsy, so yeah. you never know when a seizure is going to hit. And um, so, like on Thunder Mountain, I can reach across. I can all these other rides. I can kind of put a hand on his chest. But on the Incredicoaster, you got the guitar. Yeah. So I'm doing my absolute best to keep one hand on him, just kind of just to kind of feel him. But that means I don't have the two hands to hold on when you're going in the drops and everything. Right. So. Yeah. When we started going on the drops, I have one hand on him. This hand isn't enough to keep me pushed back. So my feet are on the floor and I'm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pushing yourself. Yeah. Harness. Yeah. 
I did the, the shoulder thing just to um, like stabilize myself so that I could hold on to him. But my, <laughs> my butt is completely up. <laughs> yeah. It was a little more work for me taking him on that one than it is some of the other rides. But yeah. Uh, that's that's why I hate uh, Tower of Terror when you drop your like off your seat and like I hate that. <laughs> that's one I have not been on. I have not been oh, on yeah. Tower of Terror. I, I was uh, or uh, was it Guardians Mission Breakout? I yeah. have not been on that, and it's a shame. Why I'm friends with the um, the Imagineer who was the 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 like the script writer for oh, that. Okay, cool. He wrote the script for that. He also wrote the um, the current. I guess they redid Star Tours however many years ago and he wrote the he was like the script writer for that um so i, I have a friend who worked on that ride and i just i haven't been on it yet mm. <laughs> you know, i don't know if that's if that's one i'll ever go on i'm not you know on on rise there's a little bit of a drop and i don't know how similar it is to it's not <laughs> okay. that's fine. it's a lot worse on on the on uh tower or okay. Guardians. Then I, I probably won't take him on that Definitely um, don't take him, especially if you you know trying to hold on to him because that's yeah. not going to work out for yeah. sure. I, I think with the roller coasters, he can see ahead of what's kind of what's coming and anticipate yeah. anything that's coming. Yeah. Now he really likes Rise, and he really likes Indiana Jones, but um, yeah, but the that's roller coaster, roller coaster, and one thing that I, if we I, you know, I really wish that the Matterhorn, the seating on the Matterhorn allowed side by side. Yeah, um, because yeah. otherwise, because I can't take him on that. So I just say the old style you used to be able to sit. Old style, yeah. old style he would he would sit like right. I, I would, and yeah. I'd be able to wrap my probably wrap my yeah. arms around it. But yeah, but not anymore. So hmm. that's that's one that kind of bums me out that I can't really get yeah. him on. I, I can't ride it either, just because of the backbreaking situation of it. Oh yeah, I I saw a video. It was I don't know if it was a Johnny Cash song. Or he's singing. He's singing. I, I hurt myself today. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the song, but it was. It was. Uh, someone put it over video of them. Them like in line for the mat, riding the Matterhorn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so, like it was like what it's like to be over thirty at Disneyland. And yeah. yeah, and it was. I hurt myself today, and I'm like, man, try being, try being over fifty doing that. Stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's dive into uh, your signs. Yeah, yeah. there is something I've always wanted to know, and I never asked you: is where does the name come from, the Route Nine? Um, it it yeah. uh, kind of a long story. Nine is an is my lucky number. Not okay. that I'm real superstitious, but nine is a number that seems to pop up or seem to pop up a lot in my life. Uh, class of '89 in high school, um, I played on a men's softball team. I was number nine. My favorite baseball player was Matt Williams for the, he, when he played for the Giants, he was number nine. Uh, that's who my son is named after, actually. Mm. Um, my first dorm room in college was room nine. I, in the Air Force, I was in the, in the ninth air refueling squadron. It just, it keeps coming up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when I was, when I decided, okay, I'm gonna make a kind of a business for my, my this sign thing I'm gonna do, this art project, whatever it was, I, I tinkered around with names. Um, <clears throat> the one that I first landed on, and I'm glad I changed it. The first one I landed on was, was small you later. Small you later. I'm so glad I changed that because uh, this is not super professional. It's funny, <laughs> yeah. funny as hell, but it's not, uh, it's not professional. 
but uh, I live just off of Highway 99 here in Fresno. I can yeah. get yeah. off in the distance. And I thought, okay, well, Highway 99 signs, no, I don't like that. And then Route 9 signs just popped into my head, and I thought, oh, I like that. It's boom, boom, boom. It's it's very quick. You know, it's it's three syllables. Yeah. I can, you know, the, the word root has five letters. Signs has five letters. I can make it symmetrical. I right. can do things with it. That's and, a designer's eye right there. <laughs> well, thanks. And then, lo and behold, oh, this sign over here over my shoulder, this Moon Motel sign, that's my my favorite neon sign on the planet. And it's in New Jersey. It's in Howell, New Jersey. But it just happens to sit on Route Nine in mm. New Jersey. So that nice. was just that was just luck. I didn't I didn't realize that till like a year after I'd started. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's just it. I needed a name and. I had a, had a number that I wanted to incorporate it, and there you go. Yeah, I I started Interactive Realm wanting to do video games, and that's where Interactive came from. Mm -hmm. And it just, it stuck. <laughs> but when I made this second channel, uh, the YouTube channel, this guy came up with signs of amusement, and now, like, that one's clever. Like, I never <laughs> would have thought of that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, no, we had we had a Route Nine uh, in in Boston as well, so it okay. always makes me think of that. Yeah, and um, I didn't want to do anything Route sixty six. I mean, I, I I love a lot about Route sixty six, but I really don't like the the fake Route sixty six stuff. You know, like when you yeah. go, you go yeah. to you go to anywhere, and it's just like, oh, we've got these die cast like stamped metal Route sixty six sign. Yeah. You know, it's like. And and or you go into a diner that's supposed to be like a retro, and they just have a bunch of. I, I won't use the word I want to use, but they have a bunch of stuff on the wall. All kind of, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's everywhere, yeah. And it's it's not. It's not authentic. It's not authentic. It's not. Yeah. You know, it's very it's very. Um, I don't know what the word is. Like we have we have a, 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 a we have a burger place here in Fresno called the Triangle Drive-In. It is a beautiful, on the outside, beautiful, <clears throat> uh, it was built in 1961, diner. Mid-century modern, they got breeze blocks, they've got parking spot, you know, like like they used to have car hops come out. Mm. Beautiful yeah, yeah. place, beautiful place. And you walk in it, walk into it, it's not real big, you walk into it, and it's look. it looks like 30 years ago, they bought every single piece of Coke, anything that had the Coca-Cola logo on it, yeah. Oh yeah, and and threw it on the walls. They 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 stapled forty fives onto the wall. They've got rope light, like, yeah. and it's not even straight. It's just kind of like every five feet, and, and it's, it's like it's like the, Cracker Barrel. They have all, all these have is, stuff. Oh, just pull all pull all of this stuff out, paint it, just you know, and you would have an amazing yeah. authentic place. But you're trying too hard with all of this. Yeah, I mean, just in itself, like the retro diner look is is sufficient, you know. Right, right. But it would just be it would. It's just uh So I felt like if I did something Route sixty six to get back on the topic, if I did something that was kind of Route sixty six adjacent, that it would kind of fall into that little trap. So I wanted I wanted something yeah. that was that was mine. So well, you're you're okay. Speaking of the signs, your replica Route sixty six stuff is sufficient enough. To play wow. homage to those, I mean, thank you. Thank some you. of those signs are just ridiculously 
detailed and yeah, it's thank you. <laughs> thank you. Especially when you have a here's the real sign and then you put your mini sign here and it's like the, the mini sign looks better. <laughs> I, I love that's one of my favorite things is to be able to twin the signs or, or, yeah. or take the sign back to the original location. That's one of my yeah. that's one of the things. So I remember you were you were talking talking about that with um Norm. I forgot his name. Norm. Yeah. Was <laughs> it yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do. And I've, I've had the opportunity to do it with, um, I'm sorry, I keep, I'm looking at my screen. I, yeah, right, no, I, yeah. Like, like, yeah. This circus yep. sign, uh, this is yeah. bigger than I normally make. I made this one for designer con, but I've, I've taken this and I've twinned it next to the real one in North Hollywood. I've done that. Um, I have, I have a sign from, did you saw yeah, the top Alcatraz, of you might have seen yeah. one. Um, you can get a little better look at it here. I don't know if the light's good, but it just lo it looks like okay. a bucket of rust. I mean, it Great. looks yeah. And it's, it's so neat. And it thanks. And it's just styrene. Yeah, it's styrene and, and paint and stuff. But this is another one that I was able to twin in San Francisco. Of course, what's really funny is there have been times where I I use all the reference photos I can and I get it signed. I make it look as crusty and dirty as it should. And then I show up to the real sign and it's just been repainted. And it's like, <laughs> that, that happened locally to a, a bowling alley sign near here. I was happy to see it repainted, but it did not, right. it made mine look bad. <laughs> so, you, didn't, you didn't twin that one, did you? <laughs> I did, I did. did. They, they, don't, they don't look anything alike. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you just recently met a friend of ours, uh, Hey Man with J-Man over on yeah. uh, Orange Station. I did. Yeah. Anti station, you know, sorry. It's so funny. I, because um, I've, you know, like like you, I've known him through social media, um, right. you know, through uh, through Justin. You know, I've seen mm -hmm. a, and I, who I've met a couple of times now. But um, I was going down. It was last summer. I was going to, I went to Anaheim. I went to see an Angels game, and then I was going to go to Disneyland DC. I was going to park hop the next day, yeah. and so I got into town a little early. Like, oh, I want to go. I want to see this antique mall that I keep hearing about in Justin's booth. And I find it and I park and I walk. First thing I do when I walk in the door, I look and there's, there's there Jay. Is, right yeah. there. Holy smoke. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, man, what's up? <laughs> so it was really, it was really nice to, there's a complete, completely unexpected, but really nice to, to see him and shake his hand and, and get the kind of the tour of the place. Yeah. He showed me, um, he showed me Bob's Bob Gurr's uh, booth and all of that, yeah. so it was really it was really neat to get to get to get to meet him. Yeah, I don't know if the little TV was there, but I made the little TV that's in the booth. In in whose booth? In, in well, Ernie's booth, Bob's booth. Usually, it's in the glass case. It might not have been. I'd have to look at pictures to see. I'd have to look at because I took a lot of photos that day. I'd have to yeah. look and see if it was in there. I, I don't remember if I saw that. Um, but um, hey, man. I, I mean, obviously, I. I know Justin and all that, but I didn't know about you until Heyman told me about you. So okay. it's kind of funny, full circle there. <laughs> so, right. you know, it's funny. The first time I met Justin, um, I was at a Tiki Land trading event. In, oh, yeah. Tiki Land trading in uh, down in 2019, in like June of 2019, somewhere down in Southern California. Yeah. And um, I was there with some of my sign friends. I had. Uh, I was going to be going to Wonderground. There was an artist coming mm -hmm. to Wonderground doing a, an artist signing 
uh, an artist who goes by Atomic Skyway. I don't know if you follow Atomic Skyway. Uh, I, I've heard of him. I haven't, I don't follow him, but I should. Incredible work, yeah. just beautiful work. And I was going to go meet him. He's the, the drummer for one of my favorite bands from way back. So I'd seen him perform live a bunch of times. So now I was actually going to get to meet him. And so my friends and I, we went to the Tiki Line trading event and I'm walking around and I see Allie. I'm like, oh, that's, there's Allie yeah. and there's, there's London. I was like, holy smokes. It's, and I just, I walked up and I said, you know, hello. You know, I, I, I follow you on Instagram and I follow Justin. She's like, oh, he's right over there. I was like, holy crap. So I, I walked over and um, people talking to him and I waited a second. And I, cause at this point I noticed every once in a while he would like some of my photos. I didn't realize he was following me, but every once in a while he, I would be like, yeah. oh, Justin. And I walked up to him and I, I introduced myself to him and he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, how's your son? And I just yeah. threw me. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I was like, what in the world is happening here? I'm, I'm kind of fanning out, I'm geeking out about meeting you and you immediately flipped it on me and asked how my son was. And so that was, that was how I, how I met Justin for the first time. And, and we've been, you know, we've met, we've met a few times and done a few things okay. together, but um, yeah, just, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to have you know, started meeting you folks that are, that are involved in this because everybody's just incredibly kind you know yeah. with the time and yeah. and you know justin is well i mean besides being a really nice person and and funny him and ali like off camera and on camera are complete opposites yeah like justin's very quiet and like the first time i met ali actually the first time i met both of them was at bob guru's house okay um and i sat down and, and like I ate dinner with Ali while Justin was doing his thing and we just chatted like, mm -hmm. like we're old friends, you know? So yeah, it's just, both of them are just awesome people. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you know anything about me, you know, that my, uh, my son is, is my world, you know, I, I, and I think my wife would say the same thing about him that he is her world. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we both put Matthew at the top of the pedestal. Mm -hmm. we, we take care of each other, but Matt, Matthew is, is at the peak. And for him to just flip that around and, and he's, we've had a chance to, he's had a chance to meet Matthew a couple of times. He's been, he did some stuff with the place called Monster City Studios. He had a, a Frankenstein head yeah, yeah. made and that was because he met my friend who runs a studio uh, when we were at DesignerCon. Justin came by and oh, okay. with my friend James from Monster City Studios and they started talking about this Frankenstein project and all of that. So. Uh, Justin came down a few times to, or came up to Fresno a couple of times and I, and I got to swing by and actually Matthew got to meet him. And it was so funny because Matthew's nonverbal, uh, you know, sometimes I, wor I wonder what he notices and what he doesn't. And we walked in and he saw Justin and he was like, just lit no, up, nice. like, like grabbed him by the hand and was like, yeah. was just like, just like hanging, you know, just like didn't want to leave his side. Yeah, and that's cool. I think yeah. part of that is is the charisma and the energy that Justin exudes, but it all part of that is also, um, you know, Matthew is a very loving and and he he I feel like he has a pretty good radar for people, and he yeah. just thinks that Justin was 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 good, you know. Yeah. Now I I have a picture of Matthew uh, in Justin's van. Like I, I got to see the van shortly after Justin got it going and. We saw, of course, Matthew climbed in and made himself at home sitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, it was, 
it's, it's really neat. I have not run into him at the park. I'm sure that's probably a whole different scenario when he's at the park because because he's, he's got to be on. You know, he's got to be on. Other than you know, other than the 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 characters that are uh, the the cast members that are in in costume walking around, he's probably one of the more popular yeah. people. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually saw him and Ali out of character or costume or whatever you want to call it and you know they're very real quiet and you know i said hi to them and they were super nice right. and this is right before um galaxy's edge opened so i asked him hey did you get your reservation you know to get into galaxy's edge and go yep i i got it i'm ready to go and mm-hmm. <laughs> we just started talking about that he, yeah he was really nice you know actually taking time to talk to someone like a fan, yeah, you know, yeah. So. authentic is is the word that I is the word that I would use to describe um, him and my interactions with him. He's he's very much he's very much um, a real person and a real uh, caring person, and yeah, you know, yeah. I, I yeah. consider him a friend, but I'm also a fan. So. Right, that's that's how I feel with views too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I've got spot here. Um, here, not too long. I'm gonna have a, a one of your Jungle Cruise signs. I'm gonna get it. Put up. I, I, I was just talking about this with Steve, and I was like, I need a Vegas sign from you. We need to work out something where we can do this. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. You mean like like uh? Yes. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have, have to be that big, but yeah. <laughs> I have the I have a Vegas sign. I have another Vegas sign that I experimented with. I put uh, it's the Sky Ranch Motel. It's a, one of the old motels on East Fremont. Yeah. And um, I made it last year, and I twinned it. But this year, I was making a piece that had snow on it, oh, and nice. I needed to experiment. So I have a Las Vegas sign that's completely covered in fake snow now. <laughs> uh, what did you use for the snow? Um, there's a material from Woodland Scenics. It's light flake snow. Basically, you you put glue on what you want this, this, and just flick and then, it on, and then you and then you sprinkle it on. Here, watch. I'll show you. No, no I keep leaving, leaving the. No, oh, you're fine. <laughs> We're here talking about talking about the signs. Here's. I don't have a lot of room, but here's the the Sky Ranch, and you can see it's covered yeah. in. And one of the experiments, and this is what I like to do, is test things out. I'm sure you do that too with your stuff. Mm-hmm. But yep. you'll see right here that the oh, color, yeah. The, yeah. the color bled. So it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to use because this stuff is wa- the glue is water based, the paint is water based. So yeah. when I when I did the the sign that actually needed snow, I put a clear coat over it, like an yes. enamel or a lacquer. To create a barrier so that then I could put the snow on and the color wouldn't run. So yeah, uh, the uh, well, I have it. It's in the garage. Um, the Jungle Cruise sign I paint with um, alcohol markers, mm-hmm. and you can't use regular clear coat; it'll smear. Okay. Yeah, it'll have the stuff. It's actually a vinyl sealer, but it works for for sealing in the alcohol. So 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 that color that you get on it, it's almost a it's a it's like a transparent. Yeah. Color. You, you can still see the wood through it, correct? Yeah, that's the the main point of using the alcohol markers. So, right, I'm just using uh, this is just a Copic. Okay, oh, yeah. um, I see those. You can, yeah, you can get these at any Michaels, Joanne's, whatever. Right. Um, Hobby Lobby. I was using different colors, um, and then I I kind of went more playful, and then somebody oh there there you go. Yeah. I have a whole bunch. 
somebody's like, I want a more accurate one. So I'm actually, I'm building this one right now. So oh, I, I keep throwing my glasses on. Hang on a second. You can still see the wood grain. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so, so that is so pretty. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to get one of those from you. The the thing on on this one was the the lighting and and trying to find the smallest battery pack and then get the wire so it, you can still hang it on the wall and not actually you know see that there's anything back there. Right, there's a lot of work that goes into even just even even the so you have you have the two little flickering LEDs mm -hmm. on either side. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into just into just that. Yeah, you know, um, lighting signs makes me very nervous. I've done it a couple of times. Mm. Well, it's two two LEDs with a little battery pack, and like it's it's easy. I even do it with just um, twisting them and putting a, a shrink wrap on it, so there's no yeah. solder. Okay, like it's I built it for because I have the build kits too. You can make it yourself. Okay, I did it just for that reason. So yeah. I, I built it just like you would build it yourself. I built a. a copy is basically an entire street corner in Chinatown, New York City, um, a restaurant called the Hot Key Restaurant. Yeah. And it is, it's a, you have ground level, but you have, it has a basement as you, you enter the restaurant by going down a flight of stairs. There's like stairs on the street. So when I built it, I have the downstairs, you can see into the entry. I have the ground floor and then there's an upper floor. It's like a five-story building and I only built the first the, the basement and the first two floors, because otherwise the model I'm going to make is five feet tall. Right. But I lit that, and there's a lot of little lights on the side. There's light fixtures hanging off, the, the signs backlit. And I put, uh, I think there's like 52 LEDs strung out throughout that, that wow. piece. And they all, like when you open up the back of it, it's just, it's it's just you know wires, all these little fine wires, all that all come to a point at a plug where you plug. So it they're in. all in, each individually wired, or was it like a strip? Some of the, there were there was no strip lights. It was they're all individual. Um, I picked one up off the floor and I captured that in around earlier. See if I can find it. Okay. But it's all um, I get my stuff from Evan Design. I don't know if you've ever bought from them. No. Um, but they sell individual. LEDs, they sell them. We can get like three or five of them on the on a strand. Oh, okay. They're, yeah. they're all you can you can spread them out, but they all come down to one pair of wires. Sure. Um, so I did a lot of that. It's like you know, I'm, the main sign for that 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 restaurant was about uh, I'd say four inches by about six inches, and it was lit. It was backlit plastic, and I used. Four LEDs on one side, a four a four LED harness on one side, and a four LED on the other inside. So I had two harnesses backlighting it just to make it make it bright enough. And then I had to diffuse the light so that you can't see all the hot spots from the right. LEDs. Yeah. So I think that's that's more tricky than actually wiring the wires, <laughs> not actually seeing the hot spots. <laughs> yeah, it it took a lot of it took a lot. You know what I did is underneath the awning. If you if you um, you find that on my on my Instagram page, there's a it has an awning that hangs out over the building and in the real sign there are fluorescent light fixtures that you can see right. and i thought okay i need to light this so what i did is my wife is a school teacher and i had her bring home some milk straws from school the plastic white little milk straws and the three millimeter leds that i that i was using fit perfectly into the end of that straw so if you take one and stick it if you cut your your straw about three or four inches 
you stick an LED in each end. And if you shrink wrap over the, the bulb itself, you just leave the middle exposed. It yeah. looks like a low fluorescent tube and it glows. Oh, okay. gotcha. So I was able to do that. So if you look up under, it looks like there's four little fluorescent tubes, but it's just LEDs in, in each end of a straw. So, you know, there's a lot of, I, I, I invent a lot of little tips and tr little tricks every time I make a piece. I have to come up with a new way of doing something. So... I'll have, to, I'll have to look for that one and show it later. But I do, um, I do want to talk about this one. And we've had a conversation about this before. Yep. Small world. I was telling Steve about this one um, because of the way that it looks. I get up and leave my seat to get mine. Like, I mean, obviously we're copying the same sign and, and right. all that, but the way like that we do certain things are kind of similar, but they're also kind of different. Um, right. And, and, you know, of course, yours is color and all that, but um, I, I just think it's funny how we can, you know, be similar and different and, and, and have like uh, mutual respect for, for each other's stuff you know and like right. the way we go about stuff and, and you know come up with uh how the, the layers work and all that like right uh, it's, good process, you, know? you know there's there's a lot of um i think there's a lot of like parallel thinking in in what you do and and what i do with the like the layering we use a lot of similar tools we use lasers yeah. um and you have a, a glowforge right I do. I have a Glowforge, yeah. and then my Glowforge died right before DesignerCon last year. So I also have a, a Flux Beambox Pro 50 watt. That's, I haven't heard that one. That's kind of my backup. It's it's a bigger it's a bigger than the Glowforge, but yeah, I don't use it very often. It's a little more manual than the than the I, Glowforge. Yeah, I'm on my second Glowforge. So yeah, yeah, same here. But that sign there, um, the the small world sign. It is, it's, it's funny, it's, there's, there are different versions of that sign. And the one that the lady that who commissioned it, that's the, the version that she wanted. But trying to translate that into the materials that I, that I use and the materials that are going to work, that's a very fragile sign. Like those yes. pieces that are poking up at the top, yep. that's all acrylic. I could, yep. walk, I could walk up to that and, go, and snap it if I wanted to. I, yeah. I hand delivered that one to the lady up in Davis. Yeah, my, mine's plywood but similar thing in fact i actually give extra pieces when people order it yeah that's good i i've given i've given extra pieces of, of, of a, a few things um but if i were to do that one again um i started working with a company ordering things from a company called send cut send i don't know if you've ever yes. yep and i would make that out of uh have that cut out of aluminum yeah and then epoxy it all together but um yeah it's a it's a beautiful sign the the real one is beautiful the one that you make is beautiful i i like the one that i've i've made um you know it's just it is a uh it's an incredible sign the hardest part the hardest thing to design on that was that umbrella yeah uh, i bet yeah and i had to print that in, i i resin printed that in two pieces and i designed it in tinkercad it was just it was not easy yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of really shoddy math on my part trying to make that work. 
Well, I, it was because of that, and um, just for the fact that I'm hanging mine on, on a wall, is the reason I didn't make the base. But uh -huh. I originally wanted to make the base, and I was going to actually put a little real clock down uh -huh. there instead of oh, that. Oh, that would be cool. Time. Yeah, that would be cool. You'll notice but, the time on 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 mine is set to nine o'clock. That's a little Easter egg. Oh, there you go. Yeah, here's your nines. But um, yeah, and I've gone. I have since gone. And taken every time my wife and I and we take Matthew to the uh, to the park. I I stare at that sign. I think more than well in Disneyland as far as signs. That's the only one that I've ever made that exists. So I I take shots and shots and shots of it you know, every time I go in case I ever make it again. Right. Um, little details that I hadn't noticed. I saw it the other day where it was opened up. It was opened up for the fireworks show. Huh. And so I, I got to look at everybody else is watching fireworks. I'm standing, nerding out, shooting every shot I can of of that sign because the front of it spins open. It's on a hinge. And I've uh, never you're gonna have to send me photos of that. I've never oh, seen yeah. it like that. Oh yeah. If you um I did an Instagram live video not long ago, like scroll like like scroll back a little bit on my page and you'll see, I think you'll see it. Um but yeah, it's one of those things where and you've also made the uh the old school, the original Disneyland sign. Yeah, I, I did a four foot version. Right, yeah. right, and and you know it's one of those things where I feel like you have a couple of people. You know, you're better at graphic design than I am. You've got a background in it, but you know, two people really working hard at what they do, studying the source material. You're going to come up with with real similar examples. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Um, so let me see, like, uh, yeah, if you scroll down just a little bit, I've got, I've got on my Instagram, I don't know if you can see it, but I was nerding out at, that was during the fireworks. So I was, I was taking a look at, I was taking a look at how the sign was built, like just from angles that you never see, but yeah, they swing it open so that they can use the lights for different stuff. So that's, but that's on my, on my Instagram. All right, I'm gonna one of my favorites. One of these oh, days, I, I want to make one of these days. I want to make it where it does swing open and you can see all the the flood, you know, the, yeah. the lights and everything. There oh, there you go. Yeah, perfect. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've never never seen it like that. Yeah, no, I I've I've nerded out on that sign a few times and see it. it also, it can raise up. Yeah, like, there's a it, so and they change it out for like um for like a holiday um. Like during like um, at, around Christmas time, it's a different, it's a different sign. There's like kids in the boat, right? And that's um, how the uh, Disney World one is. Okay, because they don't yeah. have that tall sign; they just have it like. Right. Uh, yeah, but that is cool. that is one of my favorites, and and there are a lot of elements in that sign that um, was it the that Raleigh Crump designed for the World's Fair. The, yeah. The Tower of the Four Winds, or whatever. I, I really want to replicate that, but that's a whole headache. <laughs> I've, I've had people ask me, "Hey, can you make that?" And I thought, you know what? I've seen pictures of Walt and Raleigh, Raleigh next to the model that he made, and the thing's four or five feet tall and yeah. looks fragile as, as hell. There's no exactly. way I'm sitting here in that's, my house. That's exactly what I mean. It's like I think it, it'll break a couple times just trying to make it. Well, and just just trying to figure out what is what, where you know, because there's only a certain there are no new pictures of it. Nobody else can take photos of it for right. you, and whatever you can find, you know, you you you've got probably three or four different angles, and that's it. Yeah. Um, that is one of my more recent ones. I love that one. 
I, I see what I love about yours. Like you have the bush in there. <laughs> like that's, that's awesome. You know what? Thanks. And you know, it's so, it's so funny that, that little, just that little touch adds a lot to it. And actually yeah. there's grass on that base too. If you, no, if, right. if it wasn't shown right on edge, you'd see that there's a, well, there's turf, scale model turf on that one. Um, what I liked about that one, I think that was my, uh, what does it say on that one? Um, what is, oh, it says, okay, that was that was one that I made for a wedding. That's right. Okay. Um, what I like is I was able to really stretch that red flag, that the flag that comes out of the S. Yes. I was really able to reach for the sky with that one because the, the real sign... And actually, I think I made one one little bit later that that, that flag is actually about an inch taller because on the real sign, that flagpole is almost as tall as the real sign it's, as, as the rest of the sign. Yeah, I, I took liberties with mine and made them a little shorter, I think, but... Yeah, and and that's you know everybody you, everybody can adapt you know it's it's there's no um, there's no real wrong way to do it I just I I have found the the right materials I use a um, music wire I use spring steel like music wire rods and you can get them in one millimeter diameter and you can you can bend you can that sign you could pick up that whole sign just by that flagpole and swing it around and it's not. Oh. Nice. It's it's epoxy. The the top part is um, is two 3D prints that I, I had to piece together, but there are vertical holes modeled into it. So I epoxy that that music wire down into that hole, <laughs> and yeah, those those little flagpoles are extremely durable. I I mean <clears throat> mine uh, removable just for shipping, um, right? Because right. you know at that size, like that. Oh yeah, that's oh, like an extra hundred dollars if you don't have those. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I just shipped a I just shipped a. Uh, Assign the Fresno Sands sign. One of my recent pieces. I finally shipped that yesterday to Palm Springs, and it was ninety bucks to ship it. Yeah, because it was it was. I had to. I made it exactly eighteen inches tall, but the 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 next size up was way too big volume wise. So I, I put it in an eighteen by eighteen by eighteen box, but I angled it. I had to angle it so that it didn't stand as tall, just to save a little bit. And it was still almost a hundred bucks to ship. Right. Um, so we know your favorite sign because it's back there. Um, what is your biggest sign? The biggest sign I've ever made was, uh, and I shared it recently on my Instagram was the Imperial palace sign in Las Vegas, close to four feet tall. Um, there's a, I, there's a little reel. I think I put up not, not too, not too long ago. Cause I, I just got back from Vegas and I tend to. Right. right. I remember you I'm, talking about that one. If I'm going somewhere. Yeah. It's like on like the fourth line of my, of my feed. <clears throat> and if I'm going somewhere and I have signs from that area, I tend to start sharing signs from that area. But this was commissioned by, there's a, uh, what is the foundation? I can't think of the name. The family that used to own the Imperial Palace in Las Vegas, the, the, the wife and the daughter of the, the guy who, who, who quote, owned, well, I guess the wife also owned it, but the, um, he has passed away, but the, the wife and daughter, they run a foundation, a charitable foundation in Las Vegas. And they have a big headquarters up kind of uh, near Red Rock in Vegas, uh, off to the western edge of town. Hmm. And they reached out. I made a piece that I donated to the Neon Museum in 2021. I made a dunes sign that I donated oh, yeah. to them. And they saw that and they said, hey, we have our new headquarters. We want an Imperial Palace sign. And 
my my opinion was if it's going to be like a show piece it needs to be really big it needs to be um i don't you don't want not and to be honest i didn't want to go to all that effort because it's a very complicated sign to make one that's only 18 inches tall that right. i can only charge x for where if i can make one make one that's four feet tall and a you know 18 inches wide um you know and and charge a whole lot more for it to be honest um but it was it was several months worth of work and i really had to figure out how to if you if you look at it the way those roof panels are with the the blue tile roofs i really had had to figure that out that was the hardest part of the whole thing but each element of that sign is like the equivalent of one of my other signs as far as material and amount of work and design because it's so it's so big um yeah that was that was a fun one I, i delivered it in pieces like you know how they'll deliver a wedding cake they'll have they'll build it on all all and they they assemble it on site they'll stack it up right right that's what i did because that yeah. the base for that sign was a two inch two and a half inch thick butcher block i needed a really heavy foundation and then i drove some um three eighths inch threaded rod up through it so there's there's steel running all the way up to the top so all the pieces they slide down yeah onto it you pretty much uh, have to at that point. I mean, just for the sure size of that. Um, yeah. Trying it, to um, yeah, it, support it, itself. It need, yeah, it needed, you know, like any building or anything, needs a heavy foundation to make it stable. That one had a had a <clears> huge, <throat> huge foundation. But um, that was a that was a fun one to build. And then I I delivered it, and um, there's a photo of me next to it in that reel. That was me after I had I had set it up. That was the look of relief. <laughs> um, yeah that was that was the biggest one i've made i've made a few that have come close like height wise um i made one the other day that i also donated to neon museum in vegas the the la concha sign and that one was uh, about 30 inches tall mm-hmm. but what's funny is that the pieces that go up that high that you know it's like it's very narrow it's the uh, the base the main part of the sign is about 10 inches wide, but the shells that go up on the, on this pole are only about four to five inches wide. So it's a very tall, narrow piece. So I, I do all, all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, do you have like, um, I, I know you're, you know, you always wanted to do that moon motel, but is there another sign like you always wanted to do and you just haven't gotten to it yet? Oh my gosh. Um, let me think. There's tons. I mean, any there's any sign that I see, I I, I always, you know, I'm driving around. I, every sign I see, I want to make, and that's that's kind of a nice problem to have because you're never going to run out of material. Um, signs that I want to make. Let me think about that one for. Oh, you know what? Well, yeah, there there is one. Um, the new frontier in in Las Vegas. I I love the shape. I love how it has kind of like stars down the middle. I like the the F at the top. Yeah. And I actually just had that commissioned when I was in Las Vegas. Oh. Um, one of my friends who lives there asked me to make one for his wife. So nice. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm not what, say what, what about the old one? The one with the cowboy that would wave? Oh, Vegas Vic. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me back up. Let me back uh, up. Thank <laughs> you. I don't know how that escaped me. We were talking about... Um, Yes, Vegas Vic. He is on my list of signs that I want to make. Um, 
I don't, I go to, I've been going to Las Vegas about once a year for the last three years, post COVID, because I love going to the Neon Museum. Yeah. And yeah, I stay yeah. near there. I stay at uh, Circa, which is on, right on Fremont Street, the new hotel on Fremont Street. But you walk out of Circa and Vegas Vic is right there. Yeah. Howdy, partner. I was, <laughs> I was so happy to see that they have him lit up again because I went last year and he's got like a little, little flickering piece up by his head and part of his leg was, was lit, but that was it. And I thought, what a shame. He's the icon of Las Vegas. Yeah. Everybody... I remember him as when I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd never seen him without the Fremont Street cover. I lived in Las Vegas in 2002, 2004. And I remember going downtown for the, like the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I remember seeing him for the first time thinking, wow, there's that yeah. cowboy that I've always seen. I, I was not a neon. I was not a sign guy. I was an aircraft mechanic at the time. So I, yeah, yeah. it just kind of was like, oh, that's cool. That's him. And then I never gave him another thought. But Vegas Vic is one that I, I feel like I, I need to make. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some signs that I want to make, but, and then there are some that I need to make. He's one that I need to make, and I need. I have. Um, I have a friend in. I think he's in Reno, who does neon. He's a, like a neon historian, and I did an event in. Uh, yeah, there you go. There was yeah, there's video that I I was funny Fremont Street. Everybody's walking around doing all this. I'm I'm the one nerd one nerd who's standing yeah. there, blocking <laughs> traffic, staring at Vic the whole time. Yeah, um, we're, we're the same like that. This is like the small world one. I would have been like right there with you. Be like, forget the fireworks. <laughs> right, right, or forget the the. the crappy cover band that's playing yeah. journeys don't stop believing for the 10th time for the, <laughs> yeah. Or for the week um yeah it's uh but that's just that's one of those that i just i haven't done yet oh but what i was gonna say is i have a friend who um he's a neon historian neon artist and we were at an event uh, we were both at an event in at the museum of neon art in uh, glendale in la last year and he had a full-size replica of Vegas Vic's head. He had oh, just, wow. just the head wow. painted, but with all original, made off the original blueprints with all the animated, the neon, the, the, the wink and eye and the, the cigarette yeah, flickering. Yeah. It's amazing because otherwise you, you can only see him. He's 50 feet up in the air. Yeah. But here yeah. you can actually see him. And I actually helped unload him out of the van that he brought him, he brought him in. It's really, really That's neat. Cool. It's just just his head and you don't you don't realize how complicated the neon is on that just with the winking eye and the, the yeah. cigarette kind of flickering until you get right up on it and you can see all of the the bins and the neon. how how big is just the head i mean it's got to be a couple what, oh, or was, something? Um, like... let me see if i can find a picture let me see um maybe I, maybe if I, maybe i can message it to you over on my instagram it's from um it's from last year it's from last september so let me see uh, I know this makes for good television. Me scrolling through my phone. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure I put it. You know, I'll just look through my photos. But um, yeah, just incredible. Let me see September. Yeah, yeah I just remember as a kid going to Vegas with my parents, and we used to stay there. Uh huh. And then that's how I remember him all the time. Is yeah, Vegas big. Um, I'll show you this picture, but you can kind of. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, wow. the head. I'm trying to get yeah, the yeah. glare. So, uh, what's like? Uh, He's eight probably feet about six feet six wide. Feet. And here's, um, let's see. I don't have. A, there's, if you can kind of see in this photo, 
That was that's it in the back of a sprinter van. Us yeah. unloading it on that wooden, so you can kind of see that it takes yeah. up. It was it was not easy getting it out. We had to actually trim the wood down a little bit to get hmm. it to get it through some of the doors to get into the museum. But it's a it's a fairly big piece. Yeah. Yeah. And Vegas Vicky, oh my gosh, you you've seen her, the yeah, yeah, girl, yeah, they, they yeah. have her inside Circa now. Like it's like they built Circa around her because she used to sit on top of Glitter Gulch, which was where Circa is now. She used to be yeah. in Vegas, yeah. and they brought her down and restored her, and now she's got a place of honor inside the inside the like the the atrium of the casino and. Or, huh. If you've ever been on a cruise ship, how they have like the big central atrium with the, with the right. elevators. Yeah, yeah. Circa has like three or four floors like that, and she's right there, and she takes up most of like three floors. Gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. That's there are a lot of parallels between Las Vegas and and Disneyland. I think that's what what I like about them is I'm a fan of the kind of like the then and now type of stuff. Like sure. this is what it used to look like then. This is what it looks like now. And yeah. one of the things I like about about Disneyland is so much of it is still there. There are so mm -hmm. many things that still exist that were there on opening day. If you know where to look, you, know, you just yeah, I like that. And Vegas has changed so much even since I lived there. But if you know where to look, you can still find some of those old yeah pieces. I, I lived there for a summer uh, with my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I was 12 and, mm -hmm. um, he was the private security for all the like famous people, the celebrities who came into the original Aladdin. Okay. Um, so I, I have that memory of that hotel, like being in there and, and doing stuff with him, like sitting on his lap and like playing a slot machine in Circle <laughs> K or 7-Eleven or whatever. Something you could not do today. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> But like I remember that time, and then the next time I went there, like they had the newer version of the Aladdin, and no, that's not even there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I when I lived there, I worked for Allegiant Air. I moved there in two thousand two, and I remember one day driving down the strip. Rare rare occasion that I did go down the strip when I lived there, and the the Treasure Island sign, the the pirate piratey looking sign, yeah. the the skull was removed from it. No. They were taking it down. And that was like my first little inkling of, well, there were two two things that happened when I was there, but little inklings of this place doesn't last. Like they're, the, the, the old stuff is, is just, it's in a few more years, it's all going to be gone. And now yeah. when you drive down the strip of the old school classic neon signs, the only one that I can think of that remains is the Circus Circus Clown. He's, right, standing, yeah. he's got a big giant video screen in the middle of his belly now yeah but as far as like the old school mega neon signs that's really the only one that's left um which is it did um adam or justin i can't remember who i i think there was like um like a yard where they put all the old neon yeah stuff yeah and i think I, one of those guys did a video on, on I, I was just there uh about a week and a half ago um, I, I know Justin has wanted to film there. I don't know that they allow that type of like video blogging type stuff. Hmm. I don't know. You might be able to gorilla your way through it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> he, he is right that one of them, I don't know if one of them, but somebody, um, somebody yeah. did do it. I remember watching that video, but I don't think they were allowed yeah. access everywhere. Yeah. No, no. Um, it's just 
like in the part of the yard that was a few yeah. signs that yeah. were out there. Yeah. The um the other the other thing that I saw disappearing. So I saw the the Treasure Island skull coming down, which is nice because now when you go to the Neon Museum, they have one of the skulls there. It's granted he's laying it's laying on its back and it's looking up at the sky, but it's there. It's gigantic. It's there, yeah. It's saved. Yeah. They saved it. Yeah. Fun fact: the uh, the sinking ships that used to be there, uh, designed by Bob Gurr. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Bob, Bob is incredible. I, one of these days, you know, one of these days I would love to love to meet him and just say hello. Um, the other thing that I saw going away, and I was a big fan of the movie Casino when it came out. I mm -hmm. really liked Casino. Not much into mob movies, but I don't know what it was about that one, the music and, and the old Vegas. But there was a, a just a quick scene of what used to be called the Glass Pool Inn that was in Las Vegas. And that was the pool that had portholes in the front, like the pool, the water oh, level. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you could be standing, like, you could be on the strip and you could see into the pool. It had these like four or five wow. big portholes. And I always thought that was the coolest. And, and it was down by the airport. It was kind of across from Mandalay. And I was driving, again, driving down the strip one day. And I looked and the whole place had been completely leveled except for the facade mm. of the pool. Yeah. The, the, that, that was like... Even the even the yeah. people who were tearing it down felt like yeah. they need to no, don't touch the yeah. yeah. Everybody come and save this down. so we don't yeah, have to destroy it. Have to. And yeah. I'm glad they did because I got one last chance to see it before it came down. And this is you know, this is before we had everybody had a, a super camera and video quarter in their pocket all the time. This was yeah. early two thousand, so I didn't have I didn't have I have very few photos of anything when I lived there. Yeah. And if you did, they would be like this big anyway. <laughs> oh, they'd be grainy as hell. Yeah. I, I have pictures from when I was a kid in the seventies that are that are better than some of the pictures I took in like two thousand. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, well, because there was a point in time and, and we're still there. On one ten camera. We don't, we don't print out photos anymore. We just right. you know, they're all digital and the digital cameras back then sucked. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and one hand, I, on one hand, I'm kind of sad. I don't have a lot of pictures from that. There's like a decade where I don't have a lot. But on the other hand, it's like, well, they would be they they would be really kind of crappy anyway. So, yeah. but I have uh, a I have a old Sony with a three and a half inch disc that you save all the photos to. <laughs> you, can save, you, you take like five photos per per, yeah. per floppy. Yeah, you, you yeah, couldn't even put one on there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been there. I've had. Uh, had those as well let's uh let's let's talk about tested oh my gosh yeah oh yeah how, how how is that uh or has it affected your your business like in your your celebrity status now yeah <laughs> well yeah. let me let me back up before i before i, before I <laughs> answer that question um because it was kind of a a big deal it, it was it it was something it was several years in work uh to happen, I let me let me backtrack because there's a lot of significance to Norm and actually doing that, um, doing that interview with him. I used to listen to back when I first first started listening to podcasts. I would listen to a podcast with Norm Chan, uh, Will Smith, and Adam Savage. It was I think it was called uh, "This Is a Test." Is like still untitled, the Adam Savage. Yeah, project. yeah, yeah. And I started listening to that in like 2017. I was I was making autism awareness jewelry at the time. Signs were not anywhere on my horizon, and I kept hearing Adam talk about something called Maker Fair. And I was like, oh, also that's no cool. longer around. Yeah, I, I thought I thought, wow, Maker, what is this Maker Fair? What is this thing? 
And then it's like, okay, well, it's in the Bay Area. And I started listening to it and thinking, well, that sounds really interesting. I should, I should go to that. Yeah. And I went, um, I took my daughter to, to make her fair. It was um, 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, 2018. I took, uh, I took my daughter and we went and I didn't know anything or anybody. I didn't know any, I just, I just went. And um, my daughter, she's a teenager at the time, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of uh, dealing with being in crowds. And she wanted to take a minute by herself. I said, okay, that's fine. Go find a quiet place. And I'm walking around looking at stuff. And um, after about an hour, I text her and I say, Hey, where, where are you? She said, Oh, I'm at this, uh, this tent called the content creator stage. There's a little stage. And she said, I'm watching these nerd dads who make things or whatever they're called. She said, they're, they're talking. They're a bunch of nerd dads who make things. I'm like, okay. Well, and so I, I sat down with her. I found her and I sat down and I don't know how familiar you are, you are with some of the, the more, you know, kind of famous makers, but it was, um, and I think they just finished, but it was the making geeks podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Um, it's four guys. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching them. I'm, oh, oh, this is kind of interesting. Maybe I'll start listening to that podcast as well. Um, are you familiar with with Bob? Uh, I like to make stuff. Are you familiar Bob with Clavin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I didn't know is I was sitting right next to Bob. Yeah. I didn't even know who Bob was. But um, Josh is like Bob's number yep. two guy. Josh was part of that podcast. So Josh was up there on stage talking. And again, these are all strangers to me. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know it at the time, but Bob Claggett was right next to me. And um, so I went to that Maker Fair, and I and I it really got me started with the whole idea of makers as a thing and personalities. And so that's when I discovered, I shortly thereafter, you know, Bob from I Like to Make Stuff, uh, David Picciuto, uh, drunken woodworker, make something that's his yeah. thing. I started learning who these guys were. Uh, Bill Doran, he's chin beard. He does the Punish Props Academy, yep. and so I. That whole next year, I was I dove in. I learned who Jimmy Duresta was. All of these people, yeah. and 2019 Maker Fair rolls around, and I'm going to go again because now I know Jimmy's going to be there. Bob, all these people are going to be there, and my my dream. I'll, and I'll get to the tested part of it, but my dream was so so. Norm and Adam got me going to Maker Fair. Going to Maker Fair got me involved with some of the bigger names. Like I met Jimmy Duresta. I, you know, I, I was hoping to like just meet him yeah. and take a picture. I spent 20 minutes walking around with the guy. He's like, he's like my best friend as soon as we met. And I was going to say, like, as far as the woodworkers, he, he is like Justin. Like he's the guy who'd be like, hey, how's your mom doing? You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes, exactly. And when I showed him what I did, and again, I, I spotted him at the opening ceremony. <clears throat> And I walked over and I introduced myself. And next thing I know, we're walking and talking, yeah. walking through Maker Fair, looking at old steam engines and stuff. And I was floored. I was like, holy crap. I was, this guy is, has been my idol, but now even more so. He's just such a nice guy. But I, I met David Picciuto. I met, I met all of these people, all these makers that I'd idolized. So I I'd met them. And that really um, kind of raised me up a little bit. What you got? Oh, yeah, Jackman. I haven't see. Jackman was there in 2018, but I, and and I I had no idea who he was. You know, I mean, I could have met met him there, but yeah. so I I go to this event and I get more involved in the maker space. And at some point, 
or in the maker community. And at some point in 2020, Norm Chan starts following me. This was, we're already like in the early stages of the pandemic. And I'm the kind of person, I'm, I'm kind of shy in a lot of ways, but like if somebody who I, I admire starts following me on Instagram, I will reach out and thank them. Right. And I said, Hey, Norm, I'm a fan. Thank you for the, for the follow. I've been listening to your podcast for, for a long time. I watch your videos blown away that you're following me. Thank you. And he said, Hey, I love your work. We should do a video one of these days. And I panicked because one, <laughs> well, I, I panicked, but then I felt a little bit of relief is like, okay, well, first off, there's a raging pandemic going on nobody's shooting anything i'm not you know we're not going to be doing this anytime soon right but i'm not good enough to be on tested i'm not at that level i'm i'm just i've only been doing this for like a year and a half i don't want to go on there and look like a complete doofus you know what i mean i i didn't yeah. feel still didn't feel worthy of being on when i was on but at least i'd had a few more years experience under my belt so we kept in touch um Norm is friends with uh, my friend here in Fresno. I mentioned James from Monster City, mm -hmm. the one that Justin worked with. They are friends. They've met. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Magic Wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, my friend has done Magic Wheelchair stuff with, with Norm, and, and he, they do a lot of that. So they're, they know each other. And um, so when I went to DesignerCon in 2021, my friend, I was at the booth of my friend James, uh, Monster City Studios. I keep bringing him up, but it's important to this the story. James, who is friends with Norm, had me set up in his booth. Well, I'm there midday Saturday, and who shows up? Norm, and he's there with his wife and his and his new baby. And so we met in person, and we talked and and hit it off really well. And um, and again, we talked about hey, we should do a video one of these times. And I thought, okay, well, it's more realistic now. Things are opening back up. Sure. Other vaccines and all of that. You know, we're 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 looking like we might be able to do this, and but then again, it kind of died down. So this is now two years after the first talks. Two years have passed, and um, last spring, my daughter was going to be turning twenty-one, and she said she wanted to go to Napa for her birthday, and I thought, okay, so I'll take her up to Napa, but let's spend the night in San Francisco. Let's do that, and hey, while we're there, why don't I make a couple of San Francisco signs to twin because I yeah, love yeah, doing right. that. Yeah. And so I sent Norma, this is about two weeks prior, I sent Norma a message. I said, hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm shooting, uh, I'm making a couple of signs. I'm going to twin them. Isn't that kind of cool? And he said, oh, when are you going to be around? I said, I'm going to be, I'm busy Saturday. I'm, I'm free on Sunday. He's like, oh, you know, we don't work on the weekends, but let me see what I can do. He messaged me back like an hour later. He said, I'll come in on Sunday um, bring your signs and let's do this. He nice. said, I'll handle it all by yeah. himself. So he opened up the shop all on all by himself and um, shot it, edited. He he uploaded the video. I was watching the video the next morning at 8 a.m. Like we shot it on Sunday, Sunday at 10 a.m. And by Monday it was up and, and wow. viewable. But that was such a neat experience because I'm I'm such a fan of Tested. I'm a fan of yeah of uh, yeah. Mythbusters and Adam Savage going <laughs> way, back, way back to those days and to walk into the, the tested studio. And what a lot of people might not realize is there's the, the studios where they film, where you see like Norm, where they have all like, yeah, like right. where they typically shoot. That's all part of the same building that Adam's cave is in. Adam's cave. Oh, okay. I did not know yeah. that. There's uh, one point where I'm walking down a hallway 
And I know that right on the other side of that wall is where his pool table is and his display cases with all of his, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't get to go in there. I was kind of bummed. I didn't get to go into the cave, but to, to film, you actually go along down a long hallway back around the backside of the cave. And that's where all the other tested little studios and things are. Hmm. But what was really neat is uh, when we were finishing up, we, we shot the video and um, we finished it up and I was taking stuff to the car as I parked across the street. And we made a couple of trips and getting ready to leave, final walking out the door. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, remember this. You're, you're probably never gonna do this again. Be in the moment. This is awesome. Didn't get to meet Adam, didn't get to see the cave, but holy smokes, opportunity of a lifetime. This yeah, was yeah. awesome. We get to the door and Norm opens it up and I hear him start talking to someone. And I hear a voice that's very, very familiar. <laughs> and I step out and there's Adam standing there. Wow. Cup of coffee in his hand, his one wheel, his hat on. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday coming to work in his shop. And and he's looking at me like who is this yeah, guy? He has no idea because I, I know Norm Norm is at the level where Norm can call the shots and like decide, hey, we're gonna have this person on. He doesn't have to clear that through Adam. So I'm sure Adam has no idea who I am. I'm, he doesn't know if I'm just somebody who who spotted Norm at the door or what, but I told right. him, oh, we just filmed, but we took a couple of pictures. He, he We chatted for about 30 seconds. He said, you know, we talked to my daughter and then we were on our way and I I, I was just blown away. I was like, oh, I got to meet Adam. So that was it. Did, <laughs> did he not know about your signs? Like he's never seen them? Um, I don't think he had. Okay. I, I don't, I don't think he had, I, I think, you know, he's, he's got so many there's so many things vying for his attention and so many yeah. people you know what i mean so that's but, i mean that's why it's good that norm has those connections and he yeah. goes out to these places so right but but the the follow-up to that story was um later on last year um adam held an event it kind of is kind of a placeholder for maker fair it's called um uh, silicon Yes. It, was in, it was in San Jose. It was at the, the San Jose Convention Center. And it was part Maker Fair, part Comic-Con. And there were, you know, like like people there doing signings and panels and all of that. And I went to it and I took my little my little Alcatraz sign with me just because yeah. I was going to be seeing people. I, I got to I've gotten to know people from Tested and the only one I'd ever met was Norm and, and Adam. But I wanted to take some take my sign and show them. And what's so funny is before the event started, I see Adam standing there. It's his event. He's standing around talking to a group of people kind of outside the main doors. And I'm standing there. I'm waiting to, like, I want to just say hello again and, and take a picture. Sure. And um, what's funny is I turned around and I held my camera up. I thought I was being sneaky. I was going to take a picture. At the very least, I was going to take a picture with him over my shoulder and tell right. my wife yeah. Adam was here. And I didn't realize it until I got home. He photobombed me. He's like, he's like, <laughs> but he ended up calling me over. Um, he stepped away from his friends. He called me over and I said, hi, Adam. I said, I, I said, I'm, I'm Chris. I said, we, we, I, this is what I do. I make these signs. I said, we met the other day. Well, we met a few months ago. He shot me. He said, I know who you are. And I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> and I, just, I was like, Boo, we took a picture and, and I, I thanked him and I got out of his hair. I didn't want to be didn't want him to be annoyed by me. I didn't want to, you know, I had so many things I want yeah. to say and ask, but I also know that there's 5,000 people that are going to do that to him today. So I didn't on that day. So I didn't want to wear out my welcome. But when he said, Oh yeah, I know who you are. That just, my, my knees kind of buckled a little bit. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Norm is just, 
Norm is one of those people who he is, I guarantee you, he's the smartest person in 99.9% of the rooms he I walks into. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. way he is in his videos, that's how he is. I mean, he's just, he's, real. Yeah. he's, he's even keel. You know, there are, there are a lot of people I, I knowing about, you know, autism spectrum disorder and things. I know a lot of people who are, who can be like just brainiacs, but they might have issues socially. They might mm-hmm. have struggle. Right, right, right. They might be kind of socially awkward by, by normal quote, normal standards. Um, Norm is the complete package. He is the smartest person, but he's also just so smooth and good with talking and people and yeah. just making people comfortable. He's, he is just, uh, I can't say enough good things about, about Norm. I haven't spent, you know, I've spent a total of like one minute total with Adam and I've spent, you know, a couple hours with Norm and Norm is just an incredible human being. So I used to go, um, when I was doing more of the woodworking, I went to what we, they call the work, workbench con. Oh, workbench con. Cool. I've been there a couple of times and that's where I met all those guys that you mentioned. My, the first time I went there, you know, I was like promoting myself and I'm like, here's some pins and the, you know, the upper guys got like t-shirts and hats and mm-hmm. um, my, my geek out moment. I, I gave oh, it yeah, yeah. So he, he wears yeah. my shirt and he's like, well, it's a comfortable shirt. <laughs> like, so yeah. a lot of times on his show, like you'll see him wearing um, on his, his, uh, his YouTube, like he's wearing my shirt. That's cool. Um, but there was a, point where i'm just talking to him and we were talking you know like 15 minutes and then uh john malecki you know who he is yeah um steve you know who he is the name sounds familiar he used to be a football player but now he's a woodworker right he's friends with with uh jackman here we're sitting there talking john malecki kind of comes and butts in pretty much knocks me out of the way like Mm. this conversation is done you can go i'm talking to jackman I'm still standing there. I'm like, should I just leave? Mm-hmm. And Jackman's like, he, he looks at me and he looks at like John and then he looks at me. I'm like, is he telling me to leave? And then like all of a sudden, you know, their conversation's done. And he, Jackman goes, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like that was like, oh, okay. Cause I was like weirded out. I'm like, should I just, I didn't know if I should just leave. And he's like, no, right. no, no, no. John's an ass. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Paul, Paul strikes me as a really, uh, a really genuinely nice guy. He's yeah. that, that kind of person. And he's, he's funny and he's so tall. And oh yeah, we, we, me and this other guy, we're um, we were talking. I I bet your wife is so short. She is. <laughs> <laughs> She's the cutest little thing, and like they're right. fun together. And but I was just like, we were joking around. We're like, oh shit, she is. <laughs> and and she's in. So he's a he is a military spouse because I believe she's in. She's the, in the um, Coast, Coast Guard. Coast Guard? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he used to live in Arizona and Boston, and okay. are now back in Boston, and that's the places where I'm. I I was too. Right. Um, and actually, uh, Izzy Swan, who I I'm like friends with. Uh, he used to live in Arizona as well. That's cool. So I met Izzy there and, you know, he was like, oh, I'm going to make this app and I don't have uh, a logo. And then I literally yeah, said, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I had a dream about this logo and I sent him a fo- like a drawing. I, keep doing that. <laughs> I sent him a drawing and like literally, uh, and this was at uh, WorkmanCon, uh, like the last day. And so mm-hmm. on the last day, he's like, it's perfect. Let's use it. And so I made. Is that the is that that Maker's Playground? The Maker's Playground. Made? So I made yeah. the logo for that. And that. Oh, that's cool. 
that uh, that you know set our friendship in, in motion, and uh, you know I still talk to him every day. So. I'm, I'm jealous of the people that are sort of jealous in this one regard. The people who are like on the East Coast because there's the maker community. There's a, there's a lot of events. There's a lot of stuff that is geared towards the East Coast. And so um, one of my friends here, um, he goes by um, Rogue Artist, mm-hmm. and um, he does uh, uh, metalwork. And um, we were talking about starting our own makers which we were going to call it uh, Southwest Makers. Mm-hmm. Um, we just never got around to fulfilling it, but we have this whole plan built on what we wanted to do. And it wouldn't just be the the big makers, like having classes, but you can right. learn from the small makers, right. like, like we're doing, you know? Right. Um, not that you're small. You're a lot bigger than I am, but... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm nobody. <laughs> If you're nobody, then I don't exist. No, no, no. <laughs> no um, but, uh, you know, so like we want to invite smaller makers to teach classes or, you yeah. know, to do whatever. And, and yeah. the other places don't do that, you know. Yeah. And like as much as I love Jimmy and stuff, but if you want to come here, you're, you're paying your own ticket, you know. Yeah. Everybody right. is even. That's where yeah. we were wanting to be. So. Right. And we still want to do it. And. It's really about finding space and, and, you know, and, um, sponsors and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, we have, you know, I know there are some, uh, there's a little pocket of, of kind of famous makers out in Joshua tree, like Ben Ueda and, um, I, 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 I'm friends with his sister. So yeah, I get yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm friends with the Instagram friends with, with Jesse as yeah. well. Um, you know, so there, there are some really good, makers it, it's just you know it, it's i don't blame anybody for not wanting to organize something like that because it just be yeah. sounds like it would be just an incredible, incredible and, and consuming thing i've talked about it with jackman and, and izzy and all that and and they were like if if you do it we will be there so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that would be cool you know it's funny a story about about jesse is um she started following me and we've, we've chatted, we, we chat a lot about um, when we do chat, you know, about my son, about autism and just kind of things like that, not necessarily making, but just yeah. human things, you know, and uh, cause she has some experience with special education in her past and all that. But um, it was so funny. I made a piece two years ago for Michael Giacchino, the composer. Um, not familiar with Michael G. Um, no. He did, let's see, he did the music for Up. Uh, he did okay. the music for The Incredibles. Um, he's done, I think he did, he might have done Rogue One. Like he's a he's composer. Like he okay. does a lot, a lot of the, a lot of Disney stuff. He's just real. No, familiar with his work, but just not his name. If you ever, if you ever watched no. Lost, he was a composer. Oh, okay, cool. Lost back in nice. the day. But um, I made a piece that was uh, for Patton Oswalt. Patton's brother got a piece. Well, Patton and Michael Giacchino are, are good friends. Okay. And so Michael heard of my work and he reached out and asked me to make uh, his childhood movie theater that he grew up going to. And I made that and I delivered it to him at his house in Malibu and um, which holy smokes composing, composing for Disney. (laughs) His house was at the top of a, like a 200 foot cliff looking down at the, Look, looking down at all the the little nobodies on the beach, you know what I mean? It was like way up there. 
incredibly nice guy, <laughs> super, super nice guy. I met his his parents and everything. But um, what was funny is I had I had been looking at his social media and I and I saw that he also followed Jesse. That, that, and I mentioned it to him. I said, oh, you follow someone, a maker a friend of mine. I said, Jesse, you wait. And he's like, oh, yeah, I met her at Comic-Con a few years ago. Like they, they hung out. They hung out together at yeah. Comic-Con in San Diego. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. So I got in my car and I drove off um, my next stop. Are you familiar with Cutworks? Do you follow Cutworks? He did a lot of the welding for when Ben, when Ben Ueda made his container house. Um, the the name sounds familiar. I'm not sure if I follow, but I know, I okay. think I know who he is. He did a lot of the uh, welding for Ben on that. So yeah. I was heading to his shop next to meet him and him and his wife for the first time. But um, so I, I got to his shop and I, I sent Jesse a message through Instagram. I said, Hey, I met a friend of yours and I sent her a picture of me with Michael Giacchino. Um, just kind of, haha, you know, I, I met this guy and he knows, and she, she wrote me back. She said, oh yeah, he has already messaged me that he, that he met you and he got to be like, oh crap. You know, I, thought that, I just thought that was kind of neat that he, he had the same idea and he sent her a message before That's I had a chance funny. to send it to him. That's I, cool. I, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Jesse's someone who one of these days I would like to, I would like to meet and just, just thank her for being, for being as kind. She's just the, the greatest uh, little thing. And Brett, uh, Brett McAfee, Skull and Spade. I yeah, I met him and um, um, what's uh, Mike, whatever. Um, Mike Montgomery. Mike, yeah, Montgomery. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't met Mike. I haven't met Brett. Um, actually, I, I saw Ben at uh, at Maker Fair, like from a distance, but I haven't actually met any of them in person. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jesse just seems like a like a sweetheart. So she's someone yeah. that I would like to just shake her hand and, and and thank her for being being so kind to me over the years. So. Yeah, we we chatted many times um, over the work branch cons. Um, mm -hmm. I met her brother once. His voice is so deep and unique. Um, <laughs> but and I, I forget his name. But the guy, the founder or owner, whatever of of Glowforge, mm -hmm. they sound similar. Really. And I, I told Ben this, and he's like, "I'm friends of him." And I'm like, <laughs> "You should guys go compare, because like, I, I've talked to him a couple times. The, the uh, owner of uh, Glowforge, um, uh -huh. like, it's just interesting to hear somebody else. And I'm like, God, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> right, right. Ben is one of those people that when he speaks, and I haven't uh, their their podcast kind of dropped off the face of the planet. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know if they even do their podcast anymore. The modern there's, there's some that do, I, and I know that like all of them were doing it at one point, but they, yeah. yeah, they slowly stopped. But Ben is one of those people when he would talk on a topic, I listen because Ben, he was, he's, um, he, he, there's, he's very efficient with his language. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of wasted motion, but it's always, something that i find very interesting like his the way he he could just be talking about a piece of cardboard or the cardboard manufacturing process i'm, I'm saying that because i'm looking at a piece of cardboard but he's one of those people where i just he has a kind of a a smoothness combined with like a, an authority about him that just when he yeah. when, when he talks i'm like i'm all ears i, yeah. I sit and listen to you read read the instructions on a, on a, how to open a milk carton you know what i mean it's like <laughs> ben is one of those people that i i really uh i really admire for his uh again kind of like with norm just combination of uh, yeah. communication skills and just really like brilliant and, that, yeah. and that's i mean, that's how i feel about jimmy uh he, 
how he you know may not be wording things like that but just like the knowledge that flows out of that guy is just insane yeah yeah well what was funny what i thought was what blew me away is the second day at maker fair so i had met him that morning and then the next day at maker fair he introduced me to um another maker wesley treat i don't know if you Mm -hmm. follow wesley yeah um but he introduced me to wesley but he sat down there with me and he had a piece of paper because he asked me the question that everybody asks, oh, have you ever tried to do miniature neon? Have you ever tried to light your signs? And he sat there with a piece of paper and we we worked through ideas. He was trying to help me solve the problem of lighting up my signs. Like he presented the problem to me and then we started working through it. I didn't ask him. I wasn't going to bother him with it. But we, and we, didn't come up, we came up with a few ideas that I've kind of tinkered with that I'm, I'm not really happy with at this point. But just the fact that he, that his, mind automatically goes to you know making it it wasn't it wasn't hey let's sit and talk about the weather it's like let's what do you do let's let's try and make you better at what you do let's yeah and that's what i love about the the whole maker culture is there's it's not a competition it's you know you want people at least you know i know for me is i want people to because i want i want to learn from let me let me paraphrase this or let me rephrase this i want to inspire somebody to learn how to do what I do because I want them to have the opportunities that I've had, like my signs, yeah, my yeah. world so yeah. much to people and places. And we were pretty isolated with autism and everything. Like we, I had no, I have more friends in LA now. I have more friends in Burbank now than I do in Fresno because we're so isolated here, sure. but I get to go out and it's all, I get to go and visit and do things with these people. And it's all because of my, my signs. Um, but I want people and I've helped a few people out recently with, with sign with pieces and things like that, but I want to inspire someone to, to try this and do it. And I want them to teach me something down the road. You know what I mean? I want, I want somebody mm-hmm. to, advance their skills to the point where now they're going to inspire somebody. Like I, I, there was a guy who made a Bob's uh, Bob's big boy sign is only a little one for for hot wheels for his dad's birthday. His dad has like little hot rods and they go to Bob's and he, um, I laser cut his letters for him because he was having trouble with them. So I, I laser cut them in acrylic and I mailed them to him and I sent him stickers, no charge. Here you go. You know, happy birthday to your dad. And he made the sign and he he wanted like a gift card from Bob's, like a fifty dollar gift card for their photo of the week or whatever. Yeah. He, wanted, he wanted to send it to me, and I said, "No, don't. I don't. I don't want that." I said, "I said, take your dad. Take your dad. Uh, treat your dad with that." Yeah. But all I ask is that one of these days, when someone reaches out to you and asks for help, that you that you pay it forward, that you right. teach someone else. You know. Yeah. So. Um, that's what I like about the, and that's what I learned getting back to Adam Savage and Norm and all that is the idea that um, you want people to succeed. It's not a competition. You want, exactly. you want to share what you know um, to grow the hobby, to grow. And, you and, know, it's, yeah, and that's what all these con maker cons, whatever. They're all that's what they're all about. You know, so I I found that that artists like like artists, there's kind of like competition and everybody's kind of like in their own little not not everybody but there's more of a um i've got my secrets i'm going to keep my secrets close to my chest this is how i do things you know i but makers are like 
hey, everybody, this is how I do all of my stuff. Why don't right. you come in and give it a shot? And I like that. I like the yeah. the one of my least favorite things in the world is gatekeeping. And I try to not be a gatekeeper. I try to I try right. to fling that open and and show people what I what I know in the hopes that it might impact their life the way it has impacted mine. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I think Every that's... once in a while I come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's that's a good way uh, to end that portion, and and maybe we can get on to some of these games. Let's give it. I like I like I told you before. I'm probably one of the least Disney people you yeah. will ever have on this show, but I'm game. Let's try it. All right. So, the first thing, and and maybe we already have this answer since we were talking about music. Um. We have uh, something I, I call a magic hearing. So a magic hearing, um, imagineering, kind of mm -hmm. grip on that. Okay. Um, so basically, and I think I, I chatted with you uh, yesterday about this, but like your favorite sound, uh, music, yeah. or um, ride attraction music, or, or something from anything that's Disney. could be whatever you want, but just like something that sticks with you or... I am going to say this, and, I, and people are probably going to go, hmm. <laughs> but I don't think that there's a better combination of attraction and music than there is in It's a Small World. Small World. We were just, yeah, we just did a right through. We just talked yeah. about okay. that. Yeah. Okay, I, I, hadn't, I, I hadn't seen it, so this is all organic. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it is, it, it complements so well. And I, I pay attention. I try to listen when you go from one area to the next and just how it yeah. flows seamlessly your transitions you know from you're you're in uh, like in africa and now you're in another country you know like all yeah. that it is so well done and i'm I, i'm sentimental about it because my son really likes it so therefore i like it i'm not i i hear people talk about oh that that yeah whatever i'm not as jaded about it because i know how much my son loves it and i I love Mary Blair's artwork, you know, yeah. um, so yeah. I, I'm really, I get really enthusiastic about it. I actually titled, titled the video, The Music You Love and Hate. Yeah, okay. I, I, I saw that title way. and I figured that was probably what you were going we to yeah. talk about. Um, um, there, there's parts that sometimes I'm like, uh, I've heard this before. And then I get, we get to, uh, Steve and I were just talking about this, we, we get to the, um, the jungle scene and like the, you got the native drums going and like, it totally changes the mute. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, what's so funny and I, and maybe I'll hold on to the thought cause you might have an, it might be, you know, I'll hold on to it in case it's, it's relevant to it. <laughs> I, I won't, I'll keep my powder dry on that one. Well, if, if, if it's about music, then go ahead. Cause that's the part. Um, well, see now it's just already, it already, <laughs> pop well, in my head um, the next games are going to be the re reimagining thing so if it fits okay. in there so okay oh i i know um go ahead it, it doesn't have to do with reimagining but go ahead okay so let's let's do this next one go ahead <laughs> all right <laughs> greetings program this is all his design he wanted a new piece on the board to change the game the, the only way to win is not to play. 
Enjoy the drink. Oh, gosh, you got a wheel. We got a wheel. So we will spin the wheel. You'll get DCA or Disneyland, and then we'll spin a wheel for those, and you'll get a restaurant or a ride. And you basically just have to try to think of a way to make it better. There's a decent chance that whatever it lands on, I will not have ever set foot in or been on. We can respin <laughs> or uh, we can just choose something. As long as we can respin. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So you're up Go. first because we got to make it hard on our guests. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get these. There we oh, go. California Adventure. All right. And let's write here you get flows v8 cafe you should be familiar with that one very familiar with that one, <laughs> <laughs> very familiar with that one. okay so what are we doing now so like i said uh something that they can prove on it um the looks the food um something whatever whatever you want it to be oh my gosh <laughs> it is um Oh man, I can't think of any anything to improve on it. It is just um, there's a spot by flows, and and this is this is not I'm not answering your question, but flows came up, and maybe I'll just kind of run with that. Sure. But there's a spot. I, it's perfect. You you can't change anything in my opinion. On the backside, where next to radiator springs, and there's that spot on the backside. Yeah. Where you're between the racers yeah. and flows, and there you can just kind of sit there. I always sit there. And yep. yeah. I, I had been there a few times and had never noticed the massive, beautiful neon sign kind of in the trees back behind. But the first time I went there, I went there by myself. I went to the parks by myself a couple of years ago for the first time. And I came to that. Anyhow, I talked about earlier about how I'm always pushing, I'm always head down, pushing my son. <clears throat> I got to that part and it was the sun had started going down and I, I was just, I took that little side street. I turned right at flows and I'm walking and I got, I turned right again and I'm like, Holy smokes, because it reminded me of a couple of times when I was a kid, we took road trips to Arizona. Like we would go and for a split second, it brought me, have you ever had like a smell bring you back like mm -hmm. to, to something? It brought me back to my childhood. Not that I ever saw anything that looked like that, but it felt like that. What, what was, part of Arizona did you guys go to? Well, when I was a kid, um, we would go through, you know, 40 uh, through needles, Kingman, uh, Flagstaff, the, we would go to the Grand Canyon, went to Sedona a couple of times, Monument Valley, Seligman, yeah. spent the night at the KOA campground in Seligman mm -hmm. in the pouring rain. Um, Actually, that night, you uh, you remember the you gentleman probably old enough to remember the royal wedding when D Charles and Diana yeah got married. Um, there was a ongoing like broadcast all the time. We had a little six inch black and white portable TV in our van, and I remember. And it was pouring rain, and the only thing that was on on any of the two channels we could get was the royal wedding. So I remember watching the royal wedding in a downpour in a Dodge van in Seligman at a KOA campground. But but when I was at Flows. I just, I felt like I'm no longer in a theme park with that backside. I'm no longer in a theme park. I'm no longer in Southern California. 
I'm, I'm wherever this is, I am here. And that was the first time I had felt fully immersed. Yeah. Well, was, so now every time we go, I have to go. You have to go there. I, I was going to say, uh, it's not far off because you're probably off Route 40, which is Route 66. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, so I, I can't I can't offer any any suggestions to improve it other than make it so that I can go more often than once or twice a year. <laughs> we, we will accept this answer. <laughs> yes. I, I, I told, I've told my wife my my happiest place, you know, we talk about with especially with a child with special needs. It's very difficult to find joy. You know, yeah. it's 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 fleeting. Yeah. It's 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 hit and miss. But my favorite place on the planet, and I'm going to get a little choked up, is right there. Yeah. When um, on the main street, on, on Route 66 in Cars Land, when the neon comes on. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And to, and to be there yeah. with my wife and son. And, and, and he, he must get excited when that hits, right? Like, that's... It, yeah. it, it, he's got his iPad. He, you oh, know... Okay. He'll be like, mm, okay, you know, and then back to SpongeBob. But that is, yeah, my no, favorite. that's, yeah, that, that is like, you can tell I'm getting emotional just yeah, now. You know? <laughs> I, I agree that it, it, it's, it's all part of that kinetic energy. And, and that's just the lighting part. But you, yeah. you see everybody down the whole road and they're all stopping to look at it too. And it's crazy. What, what was cool is when I got to see it, the California Adventure is already closed. <clears throat> I was waiting for my family to get off Radiator Springs. Mm -hmm. It was during Christmas and it was raining and there's nobody on the street. Yeah. And it was just the neatest we feeling and and the looking at all the neon signs reflecting off the, the yeah. wet ground and I stuff. I can imagine what that would look like in the rain. Let me yeah. show you this picture. I'm gonna have to show it to you on my phone. Give me one second. Because we were just there in June and we're fortunate. My wife makes good money. We can that we can um we stay at the Grand Californian. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, like nice. I said, I'm very lucky. My wife's been, been teaching for a long time. She makes good money. But part of that is we get to enter the park a little early. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to show you this picture. I'm going to hold it up to my phone or hold it up. But that oh, was wow. the scene yeah. the morning we got to the park. Yeah. That is, there's, there's, there's nobody for 100 yards. Nobody on yeah. the street, yeah. Just, nice. just it's 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 you know you see I I always get jealous when I see pictures of people though like oh we're at Disneyland and there's there's like five people on Main Street it's like when are you going to the park yeah. <laughs> and, and I you know that morning we just there was nobody there and it was yeah it's uh, such a cool feeling yeah that. yeah all right Steve your oh, turn yeah I'm probably gonna get California you're gonna get California yeah. Adventure yeah. Yep. Wait. Oh no! Oh, you got Disneyland for the first time. <laughs> We've done this how many times now? And yeah, every single Disneyland. time I get California Adventure. That's funny. Yeah. And what do I get? I uh, get Star Tours. Star Tours. Oh. Uh, change it back to the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> the original non three D. The original, yeah. With what's his name, the Rex. With Rex, yeah, Captain yeah. Rex. Yeah, that was that was so fun. That was the the fun fun time going in Star Tour. Now I, it's yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't even go on it anymore. So 
I do like the fact that they included him in Galaxy's Edge as the DJ, but yeah, uh, he yeah. belongs as the pilot for sure. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been on but, Star Wars. You know, I have a friend who rewrote that the the script that's on it now. Yeah, I haven't written Star Wars in forever. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we I hate to say it, but we only get into Tomorrowland accidentally when we take Matthew because there's. I, I don't. I don't like Space Mountain. I won't go on Space Mountain. I don't like not being able to see where I'm going. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't even get into unless every once in a while we'll do Buzz Lightyear because we have time and there's you know, we can get yeah. on. But, I mean, let's be honest. If there's no people mover, there's no reason to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a people mover. That's what yeah. I'm saying. See, and that's I'm I'm like I'm glad that I have memories of that that I did yeah. go to back in the day. Yeah. I went I went like twice as as a child. I went with my high school band in '87, and then grad night in '89, and then and then it was another. 10 years before I went. And then it was another like six or seven after that. So I have mm-hmm. long gaps where I didn't go, but I do remember the the skyway and the people. Yeah. 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 No, they're not, they're not memories that I've seen from other people's videos. They're actual memories that I have of actually. Have, yeah. Yeah. So this, this is why I love Bob Gert. Cause he touched all of that stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and to actually meet him is, is like meeting Adam Savage. Like this is, a guy that I didn't even know right. he was the one responsible for all these rides that we all love. And right. it was, yeah. And yeah. speaking of that little TV, I have a video of Bob in awe, like pointing and being like, oh, like the, the little TV I made. And I'm like, you built all this stuff and you're like in awe of this little TV. That's, that's what I love about people like that is that they can be, they can go their whole lives without being jaded. You know what yeah. I mean? They can, they can be genuinely enthusiastic for this person who, who they just met, who's doing this one thing yeah. that is, you know, no, no offense, but Bob has done so he's done so many things. Exactly. And he probably could do that TV That's... if he wanted to, you know, there. Oh yeah. Yeah. But to be enthusiastic like that is just, that, that's a, a special person. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Uh, my turn. And, and I get Disney. Oh no, California Adventure. You're gonna get the corn dog. <laughs> the third time. I'm so glad I got flows. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. What is that? Oh, Lamp light, light lounge. Lamp light lounge. Yeah. I don't even know where that is. Uh, it's it's <laughs> below where the cove used to be. Um, Ariel's Grotto. Yeah, right? it's what Ariel's okay. Grotto used to be. So okay. Um, I know that as where the the what the house of the future used to sit. That's what I know that area as, right? No, in DCA. Oh, that, yeah, oh, that's DCA. The oh, 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 I'm sorry. It's on the water. So you said Ariel's Grotto. What? Okay, I'm thinking of something. You're thinking oh, yeah, of like no, uh, yeah. Tinkerbell's thing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. But, but the 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 statue yeah. of the triton was there yeah, yeah. Okay. was there yeah sorry i don't sorry it's your, it's your thing i'm just i'm just no you're you're no, you're, you're, fine. Good. you're good yeah. um the one thing um I, i've been to this place a couple of times and I, i'm not happy with the food there there's like a couple of good things but really it's like i'm i'm really picky and a lot of that stuff i just would not eat not so i, not I would have right. more options in food that was the best the best thing there i think was the lobster nachos you, i mean you could still get that but 
Um, yeah. There's just a lot of stuff I was, and, and I don't even like lobster, so I wouldn't even get that. But <laughs> I've gotten it before as like uh, beef or, or whatever. So um, yeah, I just add more, more, uh, more okay. options for food. Um, but on a side note too, they have that little secret room, and, and of course you got to be somebody or you got to ask yeah. at the right time. Just like open it up, you know, like make it available for everybody. See. This is that building that we always walk by with Matthew that we have never set foot in. <laughs> yeah. I see. I had to Google. I literally had to Google it. I'm like, oh, okay. I remember walking by that. I've never been inside. Yeah, it. on the, yeah. it's on the pier on the way towards uh, going down to right. uh, Coaster. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, we're if you don't go down, you're at the bar at, at the top, and I've had many drinks at the bar there. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Our dining is limited to uh, the smoke jumpers. Oh right, yeah, right I like that morning. place. My my wife likes it because they you can get, well it used to be that was one of the only places you could get a beer. So my like a burger and a beer. Yeah, and and then we go straight on to Soren from there with my son. So we we just that video I, I was just talking about with our friend Christy was on Soren and she was oh. missioning right around the corner is where yep. you can get the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right there. Right on. Um, all right, so I, we're right at your uh, time limit. So um, I, I, yeah, I've got five, ten more. Okay, do you want to go another round? Why not? All right. We usually do it twice. I just uh, want to make sure to yeah. spin again, though, because <laughs> I'm seeing some names on here. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. California Adventure, awesome. Okay, good. Love Disneyland, but I, I feel like I know DCA a little better. All right. Uh, we're gonna get the Pixel Power Bound. I have, I've never been on it. Spin again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's everybody else's answer, too. Is like, get rid of it. <laughs> Either you love it or you hate it. Well, speaking of Soren, there, right, there we go. There we go. I, this is the one that we tend to ride the most. Um, because we can get onto it. My, my, oh, so what am I, am I changing it? Am I reimagining it? Or am yeah, I just whatever you want to do. This is one that my son really, really, really loves. And I, what's funny with me is I don't know, because he can't tell me, I don't know how he processes it. Sure. I don't know if in his mind we're actually doing this flying or if he realizes we're just on a ride because it's so immersive. It's so 360. Right. And there are, there, it's one of those things with him. I don't know, I don't know how much he knows. Well, you know, I mean, typically and, you are going up in the air, so you are kind of halfway. Yeah, forward. yeah. So, so it, it it's it's just really um, that is one a ride that I like because I can turn. He always sits between my wife and I, and I can turn and I can look at him and just kind of see the screen reflecting back on his face. You know, yeah. just like him lighting up, and that's that's the ride. Whenever we pass by it that he reaches for that's like he'll nice. he'll be he'll have his ipad and he's doing and he'll like kind of like almost lunge like that's so i think i like to think that radiator springs racers is his favorite ride but i think if he could uh rank them i think soren is his favorite because it's it's yeah. um soothing i think he just i just think he that's that's his favorite well yeah and plus you have like the atmospherics like the smells and stuff you know oh i yeah. love that i love the and it's funny sometimes when we go you um i remember going a few times where you couldn't smell anything and then like this last time we went it 
you know, when you're going over, over like Africa, it smells like a lawnmower. Like you just mowed your grass. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that dirt and grass smell. Um, uh, incredible. I, um, I don't have any, uh, opinions about which one I like better soaring over California or over the world. I, I'm one of those people. I, I, I'm just happy it's there and for us to ride and I'm, I'm good either way. I know there's some people have strong opinions about some of these things, but I'm, I'm pretty happy. Go lucky. I, I like it. Uh, yes, this guy right here. <laughs> I just, again, I just wish we just wish we could go more often, you know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, Soren, Soren, and and the way they the way that contraption works, the way that the way it lifts you up is really yeah. neat. The last time we went, we rode it three times, and two of the times, the one time I was in the upper right hand seat, all the way as far right as far up as you, you can get, can and then there. the next time I rode it, I was all the way to the left oh, as, up as you can get. So <laughs> a little, it's a little warped on the on the sides. If you're yeah. Up. Yeah. But um, it was kind of funny. I got some funny video because when I'm up, you're up there and you're out of every, kind of everybody else's view. I got some funny shots of my feet. It looks like you can see my feet flying over the the Sydney Harbor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that was yeah. Because and what was funny is the light, the projection was actually hitting my feet. When you're up that close, you're actually close. It's actually if you stick your feet out a little bit, you're you're getting the projection on your feet. So, <laughs> yeah, and I had That's I had cool. a couple of uh, I had a couple of videos and actually That's funny. Yeah, a, a legal substance might have kicked in right around that time. When I, was it. <laughs> I was enjoying it a little too much. <laughs> legal right. in California substance, let's say that. Uh, well, yeah, there's there's lots of places over here now. So, um, Steve. Right. Yes, and yes, there you go. <laughs> you are been redeemed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Let's see what we get. Uh, Guardians. Wow, I've never been on that ride. Oh, you haven't? No. All then we will no. respend. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that dropping thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of getting out of this. Yeah. Actually, they they just didn't they just redo that? Um, they changed some stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was it was away for a bit, and now they brought it back. So yeah, I actually really like like the the show it was actually pretty good from the last time that i saw it i i don't remember everything about it you know the the scenes and the story i know i remember seeing star wars in there and that was actually really cool to see that in there yeah but i i don't know if i would change anything other than maybe um the seating <laughs> I, I was just thinking it's yeah. a big wide open spot and there's some you know area on the, on the little pier walkway yeah but yeah if they made it more higher like there's like one tier or two tiers i guess yeah but you gotta like pay for that the close-up ones you get yeah. like a dinner package or whatever but yeah the next sections up you're all on the same level so yeah i actually saw a little clip from our friend mark uh who actually uh, works at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and he was, he had a little clip of it from the jumping jellyfish area. It's like around right. that, yeah. that area looking or the swings or whatever, you know, that, that, that part of the. Yeah. Uh, I, I would imagine only cast thing. members get up there because they closed the, the rides during yeah. uh, that time. All right. My turn. Your turn. Oh, I got California Ventura. 
And you get. <laughs> nope. Cozy cone. Cozy cone. Yeah. Um, I like everything about cozy cone. Um, yeah. There's some good food there. Ice cream. The ice cream's <laughs> good. The little chili thing. Actually, the cones themselves probably could taste better. Let me say that. You, I mean, you can eat it as you're eating the chili mac or whatever, but it's it's like a uh, the worst tasting kind of uh, opened up croissant or whatever it is. I like never it, had that. Yeah, I, I would make that taste a little better. So there you go. I I love the cozy cone sign. I love yes. that whole little yes. complex. I've never I I don't know that I've ever gotten food from any of the the vendors there from any of the the food booths because I'm usually yeah, no, I just remember ice cream. That's <laughs> yeah. If you look inside the the office building, there's like oh, yeah. a little model inside there of it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah. I they, know they have a lot of those little model things in like in uh, I believe it's Sarge's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sarge, Sarge just has has a miniature of Cars Line, and I trust me, I, yeah. I gawked at that. They, <laughs> they, uh, I have one last one last little story to tell, and then I'm gonna have to go get Matthew um, from school. But um, one of the first times we took him back, uh, probably 2018, 2017, 2018, we were closing down the night, and I wanted to see the neon come on in, in Cars Land, and I, I might not have even been making signs at that point. But um, so we got to we went into Sarge's and we were, were killing a little bit of time. I said, we don't go into stores. We went into this one just for, for a minute. And Matthew started having a seizure while we were in no. Sarge's. And this was it's starting to get dark. Park's going to be closing in a little while. There's a parade getting ready to set up. There's a lot of people. And um, he starts having a seizure in the middle of Sarge's. And I get down on the wheelchair and I'm working with him and I look up and the store's empty. There had been a bunch of people in there. And by, by the, after you know, I'd been working with, with him for a minute or so. And I looked store was completely empty. The cast members pushed every, got everybody out. Wow. They were grabbing $50 sweatshirts, throwing them on the floor to make a soft place for Matthew to lay. Wow. And so I, I laid him down. We rode through the seizure and I'm getting choked up again. We rode it out. They had a, a medical team already in route wow. with, with a stretcher and security already on the way. And I waved off the medical because he was he was going to be fine. But we yeah. need to get him back to our, our hotel room. Uh, we were staying across the street at the Tropicana on Harbor. And um I was so, that was like my big fear is he's going to have a seizure in the park and what do we do? And the people that were there in Sarge's were just, I didn't even have to ask. And they were just on Amazing. top of everything. And they got us a, uh, a security escort. Someone with the radio um, showed up and he escorted us literally all the way to the door of our hotel room. Like wow. in case we Thank needed you. anything, yeah. he was there with the radio. That's and that was, awesome. that was, yeah. And I guess probably a perfect place to end on for me is it is that kind of care and that level of attention that makes me uh, it, that, that makes me feel okay taking Matthew there. Yeah, I won't right. take him to Costco, but I'll take him to Disneyland. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, 
because yeah. you know, Costco is just they don't they don't give a give a like right, my, right. they don't give a rat's ass you know yeah. um, but they're especially so every time we walk by Sarge's that's what I think of now sorry to, to inter- interrupt on that but no uh, no no but yeah that's, they they've done good, that yeah. is that is why we're able and that's why I get so excited when we take him because I know yeah. really no matter what they're going to take care of us it's going to be yeah. a good experience for him so yeah my you know if, if there's any cast members out there listening to this you know thank you yeah thank you for is sure he that is that is the one place where where my my son gets to be himself and yeah. and i don't have to worry so much about what's going to happen if he has a seizure has a has an issue because they're they're on the spot so yeah. nice yeah I guess cool. I'm more of a Disney person than I than I let on. <laughs> I just haven't been in all the restaurants, all the rides, but I, I I love the place. It's it's um, I get it. I, yeah. I, I I get it now. I didn't used to, but I get it now, and I get it because because of my son. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we say this all the time. Um, I, I can go there and just hang out with friends. I don't have to do anything, and yeah. it's still cool. Yeah. So it's, it's I've gone, I've gone so a couple times so that I can just kind of yeah. nerd out and relax and just kind of uh, yeah. actually notice things, you know, look around. But when I'm when I'm when we're there with him, it's like work, you know. But it's 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 work that I absolutely love, and I know how much he loves it. So, and we only get to do it twice a year at the most. So I, I try to really try to really focus on him and not do anything that he doesn't. Yeah, it's nice knowing that there is that 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 infrastructure and that support system with the disability access service, with the emergency services, with security and everything. That if we have an issue, they're right there. there, There's any number of resources that that are going to be there to help us out. So that's yeah. You don't you don't get that really anywhere else, at least in my experience. Well, Chris, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, Thank you. I I know we're going to meet up one of these days. Um, just, yeah. uh, you know, let me know every time you go down and we'll figure, figure this I'm out. I'm going to be going to that um, that Disney, there's that auction that's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see, uh, they might be giants at the Hollywood Bowl. They're opening up on Sunday the 16th. And I think that's the last day that you can go see that stuff in Burbank. So I'm going to go on the 16th to see that. Yeah. So uh, anybody it's, sees me there on the 16th. <laughs> it's a little too soon for me. I, I have this issue with the uh, passes, like not having one. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So, uh, you know, for me, I, I have to make it worth my while. And uh, not having a pass just kind of kills it. But yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a whole other round, rant that I, I do on a daily basis. <laughs> um but yeah, we, we will get there, um, and um, you know I'm sure we'll have a I'm, fun time. I might be at DesignerCon this year. I don't know for certain yet. I I've never been to one. I want to go. Um, I, I will certainly come down and visit if you if you do one. Okay. And I will bring you a a, a, a jungle cruise. <laughs> I will I, if I haven't bought one before that. Well, I, I really I really want to want to get one from you. It's yeah. beautiful. So. We, we will work that out. Got it. Good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, man. Um, it was good meeting you, Chris. Nice yeah. to meet you too. And and um, maybe one of these days we'll uh, hang out at Flows together. Yes. Yeah. That sounds good. And have a milkshake. That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Well, I better run. I get okay. it picked up. All right.
Thanks. See ya. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Chris. Now I'm going to pause so that you can do whatever edit you need to do. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. That was, that was a lot of fun. I really, I really appreciate you letting me do this. And um, I, I admire the the work you do. You, you're, you're an incredible artist. And um, yeah, I just I just want to let you know that I, I think you do Thank you. amazing work. <laughs> White glaze, for sure. Because... <laughs> It's in, it's in, you know, your stuff is just insanely detailed, like I said. So, yeah, and I, I try to, I do mine for the masses so I can easily do it. And yours is like, like almost one of a kind stuff, you know? So, what's easier, what's easier about my stuff, and I'll say this before I go, is my stuff, it is kind of one of a kind. There's, I'm only, you know, there, there are not, um, there are people who know, you know what I mean? Like if, if your sign, is off a little bit. People are going to notice. You know what I mean? There's there's things that that look like the real deal, and there are things that kind of like are the real deal. And I feel like yeah. your stuff is is more in the it, it it it's not trying to look like it. It really is. I yeah. Well, it looks like it's it's authentic to me. It, it is. I I take stuff back because I don't want it to be exact though. But it is as close as you can come on a literally oh, you know flat sign oh, so of course that's it's insanely hard to do sometimes to well, design it like that but there's a saying that i that i've heard and then i'll go um that it's it's it doesn't have to be exactly right but it has to look exactly right you know what i mean like there's right. a difference between yeah. looking right and actually being right and 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 your stuff just looks like it could go up in the park and be perfect. So, Dude, if if both of our stuff ended up in Wonderground, I I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Wonderground. It's just a, it's just another merch store these days. Right. I was there the other day, and it's like, ah. first time yeah. I went there, I first time I saw Wonderground, they had a giant banner of the TWA Moonliner. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go in there and buy a print. I'm oh, gonna do wow. the whole store, not a single thing with yeah. the moonliner on it. They just had the big banner up yeah. in the window. But now I'm so bummed out when I go there now because it's just yeah. like, oh, there's those there's eight different those eighty dollar backpacks that everybody buys, and there's you know, oh, and yeah. there's there's yeah. t-shirts, and it's like it's just another. Game. You're lucky if you find a, a McBiff poster yeah. in there now, right? Yeah, right. I hear you. Yeah, but one of the, we need to fix that though. We need yeah. to we need to get it. I know somebody who who does deal with them. A guy named Bart Silberman. Do you know Bart? Mm -mm. He works for a company called Super Seven. I don't know if you've heard of Super Seven. No, I'm not familiar. But he said they have they have like the Mary Blair, like a contract. They have like the rights to the Mary Blair stuff and Small World stuff, and they put stuff in in oh. Wonderground. So yeah. I know somebody who gets stuff put in there. So one of these days. Yeah. One of these days. Well, hey, maybe if you do designer con, we can share a booth or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Figure something out. All right, Jim, all right, get going. All right, have a good one. All right, see you. Bye. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Okay, so yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was an awesome interview. Um, I I love Chris. He, yeah, he's Chris yeah, he's, cool. he's yeah, awesome. He's a cool guy. Um, I can't wait to actually meet yeah. him in person. But I can I can sit I mean, here and just we listen to him much. talk about like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah just, it was great. It was great. Like he was saying, you know, he can listen to the venue eight. I talk all the time, but we could do the same with him. So, 
And I just love his yeah. enthusiasm and with making these, you know, getting the idea of making the sign and and then thinking of how, you know, just like you, you know, how can I make this sign? Yeah. You know, I I could see it, and how do, how do, how can I make it? And you know, the, yeah, the, the his- process of. Like you, using right. those little milk sticks, you know, the milk straws for the fluorescent lights. I was going to say, like, I mean, he, yeah. how do you Watching come up the, with uh, I'll throw a link down to the Tesla video for those who haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, you got to watch. Yeah, I mean, he talks about video. how his process or his design aesthetic or, or things he used has changed so much over since he's started doing it, you know. and yeah like that one sign took him yeah. like a month or whatever and now the that vegas sign took him only like a couple yeah a week or something like and, that and that's I what i was got... getting into before is like his signs are so intricate like it could take a week whereas i can build like you know yeah. m- multiples in, in a day you know and and that's i design yeah. for the masses and he designs for the aesthetic you know like i, I know he praised my signs yeah. And that that's awesome, and I love hearing that. But they're nowhere compared compared to what he does. But that, and again, that's because I'm designing and, and, uh, for the masses, and you know, I don't charge as yeah, much as he yeah. does because he takes a week to do that. So, um, it's right, right. And and the thing I was gonna say with that with that Vegas sign is it's so detailed that I didn't even know that where it says welcome. That those yeah. are actual silver dollars, you know. What and he has the date yeah. on each one of them, like nineteen twenty-eight or whatever on there. Okay. So anyway, let's uh, let's get on to Rogers the musical. When you're looking for the downtown Disney beat, all the way through down on Main Street, well, look no further for more input, because we're going down to Disney on foot. Now, we both uh, just recently rewatched it or watched it for the first time, whatever. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I saw. I saw a a bit of it on um, Dave uh, Fresh Bakes. Yeah, I. I I, I mean, I watched uh, our friend LMG vids. um, Yeah, then I watched the full show last night. Um, Chris, I I know (laughs) what I think about it, and I think I know what you think about it. Do you want to go first or? Sure, sure, sure. That, so, um, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to, I'm not a real musical person, m- meaning right. the shows, musical shows. I, I love music. It's just the musical shows. Um, but um, like the beginning part, I did like the music and it's 40s music. I love 40s music. Um, but it's, I, I don't know. I, it, it, I had to get into it to, to really enjoy or try <laughs> to enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it's a little difficult for me to, I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I just not a, a fan of all the dancing and stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, you know? I, we, you know, a lot of people I'm like I, I know my sister would love this show because she loves all that. She loves all the dancing. She loves the music. <clears throat> right. <And> stuff. <laughs> Go ahead and yawn if you if you need to. 
Um, yeah, well, so no. I, in high school, I did theater. Like, I built sets, and I stage managed, and I ran the light board and all that. See, that stuff I would love to do for... Like I, I was, I was just telling so our neighbor down the street, he's a set painter. So he, he does, he paints sets and he is, or I don't know if he still does or, but he was doing the sets for, um, what's the Yellowstone, the other one, the 20, yeah. 1921 yeah. or 1923, whatever it's called. So anyway, he, so he goes to Montana and builds the sets and paints them and, and stuff or paints the sets. And I was telling him, um, about a long time ago, my sister and I, I took my sister, she wanted to go see it. So I took her to uh, Dancing with the Stars. She wanted to see that being filmed and because she loves dancing, she loves the show. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, I'll, I'll take you there. So we went there and I was more amazed of these guys building the sets and getting everything ready. So we watched two shows. One was a live show and one was a tape show. The The live show was amazing to see these guys get everything done. for. The, so they have the one set, they dance or whatever, and then they go to commercial and they have to change that entire set. And doing that in those two minutes, is it was yeah. amazing to watch. That That's what got me. I, I didn't care about the dancing. <laughs> you know, being... A builder and yeah you know stuff like that uh, yeah. it was just really cool to watch and and seeing that on rogers when they were moving sets around and and that was really neat and and how they went to black and then when it lights the special effects were pretty cool with the lighting and everything and then seeing a new set come up and it was you know a, a huge that's a huge set it's it's way better than i went and watched frozen after um yeah uh, aladdin and frozen was just stupid. it had that ladder <laughs> I, that I went out to the that. audience or whatever staircase or something i don't even remember that because i just Maybe disliked that, was that whole thing it, it was yeah. to me to me to me it was, yeah I, I just didn't like i just didn't like it so i watched it once and then i hated it but then i thought okay i'll give it another try and went and saw it again, and yeah. it was still well, bad. <laughs> it was nothing compared to Aladdin and how elaborate yeah. all those sets were and stuff. Uh, yeah. Being on that side, like I was saying, um, I had to watch the shows, and uh, we did yeah. uh, Wizard of Oz, we did A Course Line, uh, another one called Working. Like, And these are musicals, and yeah, there's dancing, there's little acting, you know, whatever. And I, you know, I, I mean, I wasn't like a super fan, but I enjoyed them. I enjoyed Aladdin. I didn't enjoy Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Like, th there were yeah. some parts that were kind of okay, but I, I, I have a couple images. First off, uh, you know, uh, here's the uh, Arcarian Theater. Um, but there's, so yeah. I mean, this. For those of you who don't know, Rogers Musical was a fake musical in the Hawkeye show on Disney Plus. Hawkeye? Was it? Yeah, it was Hawkeye. Oh, okay. 
I don't uh, remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I remember seeing it in the movie. No, it was in Hawkeye. Okay. I don't know if it was in the movie too, but it was in Hawkeye. No, I, I mean I, it was in it was in uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Was it? Yeah, how they were, how he kept during uh, after he got transformed. Well, they, they, had, they had the uh, his show that he did, the eight, like the um, USO shows or whatever. Yeah, that, that, that's what. That's but it what wasn't the musical. This is actually oh, from okay. Hawkeye. It was a so fake I, musical I inside the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. There. Okay, so there's a couple of things in this thing, and I think it sums it up perfectly. So first off, he, he's sitting there with his kids in the theater watching this, this, you know, musical. And this is his expression. Like what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that kind of like, is like my action. I'm like, what am I watching here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then uh, after he gets up and like, he goes to the restroom, whatever, and, get, and then it goes outside because he, he sees Black Widow. And this is like after she, spoiler alert, she died um, yeah. in the other movie. So he sees her and, uh, the well, the actress playing her and, you know, was kind of taken aback. So he had to go take a moment, whatever. Um, there is a, his daughter comes out and she's like, you know, hey, are you okay? And I know Black Widow and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, she's like, basically like, oh, what was, you know, what was that about or whatever? And it's like, oh, this whole thing is a bit ridiculous, right? And she's like, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot ridiculous, <laughs> what she says. <laughs> the word ridiculous best describes this whole thing. It, it is ridiculous. It, did, yeah. it, it just, it didn't need to be done. It, it was that musical was was making fun of the story inside that show and it should have just stayed there. It didn't need yeah. to be brought on and made like a, into a whole thing. So after this, the sun comes out and uh, he's like, what, why is everybody singing and dancing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and this is exactly what he did. He laughed. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, that again is just like, yeah. Even the kids are like, what, what is going on here? Yeah. It, and then there's like was, a couple other things that stood out to me and uh, I don't have photos of them, but um, I had to go back and look at the show just to see if it was the same. Uh, one of them, Loki was played by a black guy with dreads. And I didn't remember that. And it's like, why would they do that? And I, I, it's all to me, that's all the, the Disney woke shit. They're, they're changing the character. Because, you know. Oh, right. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't pay attention to that. I, I, I didn't at first either. But during the, when I was watching it uh, on Chris's video, I'm like, that's kind of weird. Sure enough, spot on. Every one of these characters was exactly the same in the Hawkeye show. Like, it may not be the same actors, but the way that they yeah. were dressed and the way that they appeared. And there was a black guy with dreads playing Loki in, in that show. Like, spot on. Huh. So, um, like I said, I, I, I guess I need to see Hawkeye because I may have seen it's, Hawkeye it's right in the beginning. But, well, right, right after like the uh, opening number of the first episode, yeah. you'll see it like 10 minutes Sorry. into it. Um, 
but yeah, it was, you know, like I was watching, um, Chris's video and I was just like, I don't remember that, you know, and, and, but sure enough, it was there. But of course you only get that closing number in the show. Like when they're all coming together and they're a hoax says, Oh, smash, smash, man. He smashes the rock, you know, yeah. like that whole thing, like all the rest of the stuff was built on to make this whole thing a reality now. The, the, who who was so the they, I know they had the Avengers you know up on top or whatever yeah there's a Hulk there was Thor Iron Man Black Widow and there was one girl up there that I had no idea who the heck was she supposed to be um, <laughs> which superhero maybe was, it was she? Captain uh, Marvel Miss uh, yeah Captain Marvel but she wasn't in the original Avengers uh, no but. And that's the th- I, here's another key thing. Like a backwards baseball cap on and stuff. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Is that her? <laughs> but I there, sure there is um, during that closing number, and and Hawkeye points this out into the show. They have Atman. Atman was not in the Battle of New York. Yeah. So Atman, uh, sorry, Hawkeye. Uh, you know, he turns to his daughter and. He he wears a hearing aid in in the show, and and he had it off, and he was just focusing on them, but not listening to the music. And his yeah. daughter comes on; she's like trying to talk to him, and like he can't hear her. And finally, he, she's like, "Hey," she's like, "Did you turn off your hearing aid?" He's like, "I was there. I don't need to be yeah. watching this thing, pretty much." And he's like, "Do you know who wasn't there?" <laughs> Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's it's because this fake musical is trying to make fun of the like like have fun with it you know not make fun but yeah. have fun have take fun, liberties yeah. you know and yeah. i i feel like this is what this whole musical is it's not a serious thing it's not a reenactment of what happened it's not not the wizard of oz you know like it's not right. trying to tell the story it's just having fun and there's just certain things that I just like, it's like, that's not holding my attention. That's not needed. This is kind of dumb. And I, I just, I didn't like it at all. Just little key yeah. parts, maybe, but to me, it's just like a waste of time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, like I said, in, I, I'm not a big musical person. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's some parts were really, I, it, well, because I don't understand that type of stuff, like the theater or whatever, and I, it it doesn't make any sense to me. Some of it. So. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying too, like most of Disney's storytelling is based around music. Like they have put music in there, and they're yeah. telling a story with the song and all that, and doing it with a cartoon or whatever. And and I used to like that as a kid. I guess like that's what gets you hooked in, and there's catchy songs and whatnot but i don't know this and like i said i i did that in high school i'm not a fan but it was okay yeah 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 this just didn't work for me at all so yeah i i, I think I, i'd rather go do something else and yeah like <laughs> go stand I, I, in I, line and wait for <laughs> <laughs> i will go get a corn dog um yeah but we appreciate chris going in there and filming it yeah I, I, but yeah. Having yeah. been on the theater side, I can appreciate what they're going through and what they're doing. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like they did a good job doing what they're doing. I just didn't like the way 
it was told done like yeah the the aspects of it yeah um the acting was good the, the singing was good yeah like you said the sets were good they had those sets that came up and he stood in front of cap stood in front of it like backlit and stuff that was yeah. cool yeah that's right the, the effects and everything were yeah were, it, the effects were good the the deckhands moving those sets around they were yeah, yeah. everybody was professional it, it was just the story was yeah odd and, and i'm not saying don't go see it like go see it find yeah. out for yourself maybe you like that I mean, stuff that, more this than is like, like we always say this is like our opinion right of it you, you know everybody's um, different so yeah you can so, you can love it and or you uh, can yeah hate exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying it sucked i just said i didn't yeah. like it yeah yeah so like i'll, I'll never say it sucked because that's just wrong because there's so many people involved and you don't know you there's know there's a lot of stuff yeah there's a lot involved in it's in like it. you go to a, you, maybe it's it's doing a short run so right but you I mean it's like, it's like going to a movie and you're like you walk out before it's done and it's like you know how many people were involved in that give yeah. me the benefit of the doubt or you know whatever but don't walk out on movie like that's like a slap in the face, you know. Yeah. Anyway, that's how uh, that's how we feel. And like I said, I was pretty sure you were kind of on the same. We're yeah. pretty much always yeah. on the same page, and I think that's why yeah. this works out. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So that's uh, that's our our show for today, I guess. Um, Chris's interview went a little long, but you know that's cool. It, like, yeah, it was like, great. Listening was to him really... talk is awesome. So yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to be a little longer podcast, like our first episode. I think was like two and a half hours, so probably yeah. right around there. Um. Anyway. So, um, you know, be sure to like and uh, subscribe wherever you're, you're watching. Um, share with your friends and family. Um, we have, um, if you go to our um, link tree or, or discoverimagine.com, we'll take you there. You could uh, send us a message um, through uh, Spotify. And uh, you can also send us an email too. But if you can send us a voice message and... So far, no one's done it. So, if you want to be first, send us a message, and we could play on on the next episode. Um, you know, tell us how we're doing. Tell us something that you like. Tell us something you don't like. I don't know. Just don't. How uh, we can improve. Yeah, just don't be <laughs> negative. That's all we said. Yeah. Create uh, feedback and and uh, um, I was gonna say creativity, but that's the wrong word. Um, I forgot what the word I'm thinking about, but. Um, Anyway, just let us know how we're doing and, and what you want to see and whatnot. So, anyway, um, there you have it. <laughs> thank you for thank you for listening or or watching. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. End of line.